How about that? <laughs> you guys, that is too good. It's, it's, it's bring that production value up just a little bit. I'll say you guys are smoking. That is <laughs> badass. Our uh, our guy in the background, Mike Zeckett, does a lot of our uh, intro videos. So kudos to him. He does a fantastic job. Hard work on as always. That's outstanding. And hey, I I admire someone that steals somebody else's shit. <laughs> so good on you. Welcome. Thanks, Island. Thank you, Thank you. Have this, you, Eric. This is I'm doing great, man. I'm I'm kind of excited for this. I'm here with my wife, Mrs. B. She's giving me an assist here. My dog's somewhere in the corner. Weather's good. Life is good. Kind of Mrs. Excited. B. Thank you for all your help because it's going to be a busy evening. He said, thank you for all your help. Oh, I was looking for Nikki. <laughs> She's Come on in here and I'm, say I'm happy to help. I'm come glad I could help. Yeah, come on in and say, hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to get in, get some fans in here, get some stuff signed, and uh, make some memories. Why don't you play some piano in the background while we're doing this? <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about background music for a while. And it's, I mean, sometimes when you're sitting there signing, you're just like, you know, that dead silence kind of. It's old after a while. That's probably not a bad idea. Just but you know, the the internet gets a little funky whenever you start playing music and oh yeah, it's, yeah. Then Facebook gets we'll just that. hum. We'll just hum. How's that? We'll whistle. Yeah. We'll whistle while we work. Whatever works. All right. Our, our first guest, up. we got uh, Dan Gleason coming in, and he got the uh, what do you get? The NWO belt. Let's see. Yeah, it should be a replica belt that has NWO spray painted on the front, I believe. Now, there's some big, heavy NWO belts, and there's some smaller wall hangers. Right. This one is a, a heavy replica, and it should have WWE on the on the back of it. It's like a rep. It's a physical replica from the All store. Right, look behind you. There's a bunch of big belts. Oh, okay. Some of them are in cases, right? Yeah. What's the name? Dan Gleason. Dan Gleason. We'll go ahead and bring him in. You guys can get to start chatting. Hold on one second here. There we go. Hey, Dan Gleason, how are you? Hey, Mr. Bischoff. It is an honor to meet you. you you're the architect of the NWO and the architect of the Monday Night Wars. And I just got to thank you for everything you've done for wrestling. Oh, man, thank you. It's kind of you to say it. But I had a blast, man. I had a really good time. Did you get out of here? Yeah. Do you want me to sign the belt, or do you want me to sign the case that it's in, Dan? The, the belt. Okay. My question for you is, okay. is if you had a number one pick right now in wrestling to start a federation, who would it be? Mm, 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 mm. That's a tough one. You know, I could see trying to build something around Kenny Omega. I'm still a big fan of um, Dolph Ziggler. I think he's highly underrated. Um, 
God, that's a tough one, man. There's too many. There's too many great talents out there to pick one. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I just figured pick the brain of Mr. Bischoff, and he, you know, you never know. But I, and, and, and yeah. I say that, like I pick somebody like that, it's like the kiss of death. Like the guy yeah. will probably end up at the bottom of the roster for the next two years. Oh yeah, yeah, and you are right. Dolph is way underrated. I mean, so, hey, Dan, how about if I put 25 years because this is the 25th anniversary? Yes, cool yes, that? awesome. Yes, anything you want to put. You're the first one to sign that because I wanted the creator to sign it first. Smart move, my friend. All right, you're good. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, thank yes. You. Thank thank you very much. You're welcome, my friend. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for joining us tonight. Do you have one more yes, question? Yes, you guys have a great time thank you so much for doing this All thank right. you rocky well, thank friend. you asylum big d all right we got lizzie coming in next and i believe she got one of your slam buddies slam buddies hi lizzie hi hi lizzie it is nice to meet you this is uh it is nice to be met yeah, yeah, no. So I had this whole spiel that I was gonna tell you, and now that I'm here, I'm like, I'm kind of starstruck a little bit. So it's like, <laughs> oh, starstruck. We're okay. No, so so it's more of a thank you for being such a a huge, having such a huge positive impact on my life. Um, WWE was a an outlet for me to have after like a really bad day things weren't going great and it wasn't until you became the gm of raw that it really picked up for me and i could really just dive into it so thank you for helping me get through those difficult times it really really means a lot well that's nice of you to say and, and i'm glad you found something that could distract you from whatever <laughs> it was that was getting you down because sometimes you just need something to take your mind off of it and if we exactly. have that thing that's a very cool, that's a compliment. Thank you very much. Where are you from? I'm from Virginia. What part of Virginia? Uh, Fairfax. I'm about 20 miles outside of D.C. Okay. You know, that's always been a really good wrestling market for both WCW and WWE, clearly. So you're in the, you're in the heart of wrestling country, for sure. A little bit. <laughs> um, but congratulations on the Hall of Fame. So well-deserved. Um, Thank you very much. What was going through your head when they finally gave you that phone call saying, hey, you're going in? I'm not going to lie. I had a pretty good idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the years, every time WrestleMania comes, came around, mm -hmm. of course, you know, my social media would blow up with, well, are, you, are you going in this year? Exactly. Uh, you're mad that they didn't induct you, you know? So I, I've always kind of anticipated how I would feel about it. Mm-hmm. But when the reality, when the, when the phone call actually came, and it happened on Corey Graves' uh, podcast yeah. um, with Rick Joseph, when that happened, um, the reality of it was different than what I expected. Mm -hmm. and by that, I mean it was, uh, it was more overwhelming than I thought it would be. You know, it, 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 it affected me emotionally more than I thought it would. Right. You know, I, I was a little afraid that when that time eventually came, I'd have to kind of fake it, you know, to make it look, <laughs> right. make it look like I was really excited about it. And I'm not good at faking things like that. 
Um, so when, you know, when Corey, you know, laid it out there officially for the world to hear, because again, I kind of had a pretty good idea what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but hearing it become official and public, that changed everything. And I, I got, I got pretty emotional about that. Yeah, no, that was amazing. I was super excited. I watched your, your speech and I had to like not get emotional when your music hit. Cause I was like, Oh, it's finally happening. It's about time. But as I hope it's not the, you know, closing chapter of Eric Bischoff and we see you somewhere down the road. Well, I've been showing up over at TNA, you know, every mm-hmm. once in a while. And, yeah. and I'm, you know, I do some work from WWE throughout the year from time to time. Mm-hmm. So I, I doubt you've seen the last of me, you know, eventually they'll be, you know, wheeling me out in a chair and propping me up. <laughs> be, we'll still take it. We'll still take it. <laughs> All right, do you want silver or, yeah, I would imagine silver. I could do black on the legs. Uh, whichever you think would look better is perfectly fine with me. All right. I'm going to go silver on black. Perfect. No, I'm not. Because that doesn't look good at all. Red or pink or something bright. Mrs. B says red or pink or something bright. So I'm going to try. It doesn't work either. All right, I'm going to have to do this right across my own face. No, maybe I can do it up hand length. We'll try that. Okay. There we go. Got it. We got her done. <laughs> Thank you so very much. There you go. Thank you, Lizzie. Thanks for the kind words. Oh, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Best wishes to you and Mrs. B and everything thank you do. Very much. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye. See you, Lizzie. Bye. Those, that fabric can be tough. I mean, it's a lot of times it's just black Sharpie or nothing. We had the same yeah. color with uh, Arn's. Um, buddies they didn't want to nothing wanted to stick to that thing so we got tim coming in next tim got a nwo belt as well same type of belt i believe so i'd say might have a tag on it there's another belt back there Lori, with tim on it let's get tim in here while we're waiting for the belt here's tim Tim, how are you buddy how you doing special how you doing Outstanding. Look at all those belts you have in the background, man. You look like Conrad Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, do you ever watch been, Conrad? Oh, yeah, all the time. He's uh, he's does about 50,000 different uh, podcasts that I'm, uh, I am I listen to. Yeah, 50,000. That sounds about right, I swear. <laughs> we told him if he if he signs up one more person to do a podcast, we're going to do an intervention. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Do you want this on the front of the belt or the back of the belt? On the front, sir. On the front. That makes it easy. To you, Tim? Uh, no, you just put your name in like, uh, you know, you know, the architect of the NWO or something like that. So I want to ask you, you've been, uh, you know, and so, worked with so many different companies and everything uh, over the years. Who would you consider like the, uh, the, uh, the best, uh, the best wrestler that you ever worked with in your time? 
You know, it, it's always a tough one to answer because best, you know, best at what? You know, I, I think technically in terms of in the ring, kind of hard to beat Eddie Guerrero. Hmm. Dean Malenko's right there. Chris Benoit was certainly, despite the tragedy, just from a right. wrestling point, you know, there. But as far as being a character and best being drawing a crowd and getting ratings, you know, it is an unpopular answer, but I think, you know, the numbers don't lie. You know, Hulk Hogan would have to be it. Oh, outstanding. I hope that didn't disappoint you. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I've been watching every, I'm a real big into AEW now. And I was like, really loved when you uh, popped up and uh, did some appearances on AEW. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. that'll continue. You know, I, I tend to be a little outspoken about certain things every now and then. So you never know when I'm going to rub somebody the wrong way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, you know, I enjoy everybody there and I've got a good relationship with Tony Khan. And of course, Cody and, and Dustin, I've known, well, Cody, I've known since he was a little kid. Dustin, I've known since he had really just broken into the business a couple of years, you know, by the time I met him. So, you know, it's, it's always fun. And there's a lot of people that Chris Jericho is, you know, turned out to be a very good friend of mine and someone who I really, really respect. Always have. But um, so I enjoy going back there. It's kind of like um, kind of like going to a high school reunion, I guess. You know, you, you get to see a lot of people you haven't seen in a long time. And that's always fun. That's outstanding. Well, listen, thank you very much for everything you've done for the for the uh, the business and uh, uh, look forward to seeing what you're going to do next. Me too. Thank you, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Be well. See you, Tim. All right. This is rolling right. By. We're rolling right along here. We get this right. down. We got Brad coming in next and he got your leave the collage which is yeah that one which one that, that one, one there that one there oh yeah that's actually pretty cool very cool all right let's do it i'm not sure what's going on with his camera brad you there buddy i am here i don't know what's going on with my camera either um let me try something real quick i have not um i don't know but eric can you hear me can Eric hear me? Yep. Clear. Eric, I'm sorry. I, I can't. I, I'm Did not sure what the camera is doing here, but um, I just want to thank you for everything that you've done for uh, the wrestling world. And what excited me and made me a big fan of you was, was the obvious WCW. And uh, my question is, if it wasn't for WCW, what would have been your most fun in which company? Which company did you have the most fun in? Was it TNA? Was it WWE? Or is it now uh, AEW doing your work? So you're saying if WCW would have never existed, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Well, I had a blast working at WWE. I, I really did, you know, to be able to work with some of the people I was, you know, with John Cena, Steve Austin. I mean, I had the time of my life, you know, working uh, with Steve Austin, especially, you know, you know, in a big match on a pay-per-view. So that was just a blast. You know, the Chuck and Billy wedding segment where I would dress up like the old pervert minister. That was pretty cool. 
that was uh, awesome. <laughs> there's just too many, you know, really, really fun moments to, to count them all here. But I would say I would book in that. I would say it would be either or either WWE and all the great things I was able to participate in there or actually, you know, AWA, you know, when I first broke into the business, everything was so new to me and there was so much about it. I didn't understand. And I didn't know. And to be able to be a fly on the wall, listening to, you know, Vern Gagne, kind of direct talent, you know, in the interview process and learning how that all comes together, learning what makes a good promo, what doesn't, you know, all that stuff was so um, new and exciting. So I, I don't know, man, it'd be, a, it's a tough call. I hear you, Eric. Thank you again so much for everything and and just for the memories. And, and what I do wish is that you guys would have came to St. Louis a lot more. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and I only remember one Nitro at the uh, Dome, at the uh, Trans World Dome here. Well, blame Gary Jester on that, okay? <laughs> I sure will. All right, Is man. there a chance that we'll get uh, AEW? Uh, you will be at the AEW full gear in St. Louis. You never know, you know. I just, got it. You never know. One more quick question: Can when you autograph my picture, can you put your Hall of Fame year on on the picture? Absolutely, happy to. Thank you, sir. That that's all I have, and I'm gonna leave it up leave it up to you on on what you want to say. All right, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. It's it's an honor, and I'm doing the uh, bow to you right now, and even though you can't see it. I can feel it. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Rocky, thank you, man. I appreciate you. No problem, man. Have a good day. You too. Eric, thank you again. Thank you, Brad. So basically, when you sign something, the easiest thing to do is just hold it up, and they put an eyeball on it, and then what I'll do is I'll zoom in on you when you hold it up, and then they can get that, hey, Eric's Hold my picture. There you go. All righty. Perfect. That didn't show up very well either. We've got to do some tweaking here. I might be using some of these bigger markers. Yeah, those paint pens, those babies are nice, especially yeah. if you get some of the brighter ones. I'm going to have to run up and get some post-its because there's no way to, to know who all of these, you know what I mean? What Tell her, Mrs. B, don't worry about it at all. We really? sort it. We sort it all out whenever you send it back to us. Not a big deal. Okay, so like the the little stuffed doll you did for Lizzie, her name's oh. not on there. It's just signed. Is that that's, that's, that's all right? Because we'll know it goes to her. Okay. And we can go back on the video if we want and double check ourselves. All right. Okay. She's a very organized woman. Why not? I can tell. So we got Archie coming in next. Archie got your um, karate figure. Makes sense. Oh, okay. The action figure. Sure. Yeah. So here comes Arch. Do you hear that, Lori? The action figure of me doing my great. Hey, I know that guy. Hey, Rocky. <laughs> how you guys doing today? Good. Good, Archie. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Eric, I have been a fan of yours since you debuted in WCW. My granddad and I used to watch you constantly. And one of my best memories of watching with him, of you, is when you guys signed Hulk Hogan and you guys did the parade. Oh, yeah. And he was so upset because he was a diehard WWF fan. But he was like, you know what? I guess I got to switch to WCW now. We used yeah. to watch Nitro 
every week before Raw because he wanted to see you and Hogan and what was going to happen next. So thank you for allowing my childhood and my growth as a fan to continue to grow in all these years. Where do, you, where do you live, Archie? I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey? Is your grandfather still with us? No, he passed away, sadly, about 15 years ago. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, it's interesting to hear how wrestling fans become wrestling fans. And yep. It's so commonplace for young kids to start watching with their parents or their grandparents right. or their brothers or, you know, uncles, whatever. Yep. And it becomes a part of, you know, your family. In a oh, way. yeah. I, I, start, I started with my granddad at WrestleMania 6. That was where it started. And then I got out of it for a little bit because obviously he passed and I didn't have a buddy to watch it with anymore. And then my son wanted to watch WrestleMania 24. And that's where me and him became fans together. And ever since, awesome. it's been a, just booming. So That's awesome. That so, is very cool. I have a couple questions for you. The first one being, who, besides Hogan and Nash and the mainstream players of the NWO. Who was your favorite NWO member that you guys brought in to join the NWO? Favorite in terms of hanging out with or favorite yeah. what they yeah. did for the business? Both, I guess. <laughs> you know, I think Conan brought a lot to the table. Okay, and good answer. He had an edge and kind of and an authenticity to his character that a lot of characters don't. Right. I mean, he, he was more himself in the NWO that he was, you know, as Max Moon or doing anything else he ever did. Right, right. And that, that, that authenticity, I think, really helped NWO a lot. Um, although I didn't really hang out with him. I, I kind of did, you know, he and I didn't really get along that well when we right. worked together. Now we do. It's a lot easier now because I'm not signing his checks. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, back then he, it was a little tougher. Um, Scott Norton, I just, I've always liked Scott. You know, right. I, you Scott long before I got to WCW and um, to this day, he's one of my favorite people to sit and have a cocktail with. He's just a fun guy. He's very positive. He seems like it. The stories he's, he's he was cool. telling on Dark Side of the Ring for the collision in Korea seemed like there was just so much more that he wanted to say, but kind of kept it, you know, down a little bit because, you know, he didn't want to, you know. <laughs> uh, on the figure, if you could write controversy creates cash and then your name, that would be perfect. This is going straight in my autograph collection. Uh, my my second and last question is, if there was anybody you could have, like in 98, 90, early 99, could have grabbed from the WWE or WWF when the rating warrior was going on, who would it have been? Uh, Pat Patterson. Really? <laughs> we needed a good finish, man. This is for Archie. I'm gonna put that name tag on it. Yeah, Pat Patterson was the secret weapon in 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 WWE. You know, and, and it's funny because I think the finishes now in WWE are now on the big pay per views. You know, you get some really really well thought through finishes. Right. Um, but typically on TV, eh, they're they're I kind agree. of But Pat, Pat Patterson is really a secret weapon. Truth be told, I like it. I like it. Well, Eric, thank you for being here with all of us here in the asylum. Thank you for giving to this business as much as you possibly could. And like everybody else has said, I hope that we see you pop up again in this business and do something else that shocks us, that makes us get revitalized as fans. I'm going to work on it, Archie. I promise. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, buddy. Rocky, David, Nick, thank you guys so much for allowing this to happen. Yeah.
Our pleasure, right. man. Love See you, Arch. Hey, I forgot to hold it up so you guys could take a picture of it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mrs. B already put it away. We'll get this rhythm down here. You'll get oh, used to it. Too much. And you can't even see the signature, but that's all right. It's there. All right. I think it's your green screen a little bit. It's uh, canceling out some of the colors on your. Yeah, the lighting isn't quite right, but I don't want to try to go in and adjust it yeah. now in the show. It's all good. Oh, wait a minute. Let me see here. Let me see. If you guys, do you mind if I take a second to try to? Right ahead. Maybe I can fix this. I know that thing has a um, adjustment where you can up and down a little bit. There you go. You got it. It's really picky, though. Oh, yeah. Mine does the same thing. And the lighting in here isn't perfect either. So we're good, though. All right. So we got Danny Ibarra coming in, and Danny's got several items. I'll go ahead and let you know what he's got going on. He's got this picture here. All right. That's an easy one. And he's got this picture as well. Your collage. All right. And then he got a NWO banner. And now there's a. Now I sent one in the box of eight by tens. That's mine. We can do that whenever. Um, it was in a Ziploc bag. There should be another one there. This is a big NWO banner. I believe so. Yeah. Like really big. I'll bring Danny in. We can get some stuff signed. Yep, that's it. Thank you. What's up, D? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, how's it going, Eric? Danny, what's up? Uh, nothing much. I uh, just wanted to start off saying I'm a huge, huge fan of of your work, everything you've done. Um, I started watching wrestling when I was young with my grandfather uh, back in 84. Huge WWF fan. Um, when you went to WCW and you started bringing all the guys in, like Hogan and Macho Man and whatever, I was still a WWF fan, but your work was so great. I didn't ever think that WWF would be like second to me. Uh, and I would choose WCW, but... I was there before you guys started winning all those rating wars. <laughs> uh, you're an awesome uh, on-screen uh, on personality, and you're a genius like in the business. I just want to say thank you for, for everything you've done for the business. Well, thank you, Danny, for saying that. It's, uh, it's kind of you, for sure. And I, I was blessed, man. I was in the right spot at the right time and had some great people around me. And I was given a lot of freedom. You know, I, I think... You know, I go back and look at the things you were able to do in the wrestling business back then. And there was a lot of stuff that, you know, we did back then that people love that we probably couldn't get away with today. So it was it was a great time. And I'm blessed to have been a part of it. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, who would ever thought like, Vince McMahon is like the top dog. Everybody tries to take him out, but you were the guy to do it. <laughs> and I had a blast in the process. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Eric, if you could just sign uh, to Danny on everything and just uh, put your Hall of Fame year and your signature, that'll be awesome. All right, I'll do it. I'm a, I'm trying to figure. Out. 
find the right pen for this, baby. Oh, bear with me. I think I've never done this before. I use that uh, black, just a regular black Sharpie on that white part of that flag is what I did on yeah, mine. These, uh, these pens here, the big pens, are not working at did all. You, did you prime them? No, how do you prime them? You got to push down on the end of the pen, and then, <laughs> and, then the, and then the paint will run to the end of the pen, and then once it starts flowing, you're good to go, but you have to shake them up and whatnot. All right. That might be a decent job for the, the missus. Yeah, I'm lucky she's here, so I'll, just, I'll handle it. <laughs> if I ask her to do too much, she'll just look at me and go, yeah, I think I got other stuff to do. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to hold up this banner just because it's too big and I don't have a lot of work and room in here. But trust me, I did it, Danny. I'll hold up the part that I signed. How's that? There awesome. you go. I appreciate it. All right. And now let me try to prime this pen because I like these pens. Oh, I see. Oh, man, that's messy. Oh, shit, flying all over everything. Oh, yeah, that works. I actually do have a question for you. Um, so you hear all the stories, you know, through the dirt sheets and everything. So like, I know that you're, uh, you got along really well with Hulk Hogan. Um, is that like a, like a friendship that you would consider like a, a legitimate friendship or is it more just like a business friendship? Oh no. Hulk and I are, are very, he's probably one of my best friends and has been for a long time. Um, we talk probably, and you have to keep in mind, I don't talk to many people on the phone. I'm just not a phone guy. Um, but we probably talk once a week, twice a week sometimes. So, yeah, we've been good friends for a long time, Danny. Yeah, it just always seemed like it. But, you know, like, you can't believe everything you hear on the Internet either. So, but, yeah, it did look like you guys were, like, pretty close. So. All right. You got that one? Boom. Thank you. And we got that one. Boom again. Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate it. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us fans. Like I said, uh, we owe a lot to you and what you did for the business. And uh, once again, I just like want to thank you to the bottom of my heart. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. It's kind of you to say. All right. Thank you. Uh, you enjoy your Saturday. Thanks, man. You too. See you, Danny. All right. Moving right along. We got Rod coming in next. And Rod also got the collage. 8 by 10. How's those pens doing? Better? That one? Okay. That's this one here, the Hall of Famer. All right. Let's do it. There he is. That one? Okay. Well, there's a good looking guy. Hey, Rod, how are you? Good, sir. How are you? I am outstanding, my friend. It's good. It's good to see you after all these years. It's good to be seen, right? It beats your alternative. Good, sir. How are you? Good. I am outstanding, my friend. Because my question was, it's good to see you. Female and male. 
which which super size was the hardest to work with? Female and male. Female and male. Which which super size was the hardest to work with? If I could you turn your um Sure. I never had any issue working with any of the. Is that better? Yeah, that's better, buddy. Thank you very much. I never had any trouble, you know, working with uh, any of the women wrestlers. They were pretty easy to work with. Um, so I would say by default, you know, the males, you know, the male side of the roster was more. Probably Scott Hall when he was, you know, kind of a ham. But when he was sober, he was great. Good. Eric, I listen, I really want to thank you because I turned 53 a week from tomorrow. And I've been in a wheelchair for 50 years, so this is really a treat for me. Right. Well, first of all, happy birthday, number one. Thank you, sir. Thank you for saying that. So this is really a treat for me. Thank you. Thank you for everything you did for the sport. Thank you, Rod. You be well, okay? All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Rocky, you're, Rocky, you're the best. See you, buddy. Thank you, bud. Take care. All right. All right. Let me, oh. Let me zoom in on that. Oh, you want to zoom in on that? There you go, Rod. Here, let me put Rod's name on it. I'm going to do that one again. That ink is all over the place. Yeah, sometimes in pens, just they take off, and next thing you know, you got a big old glob. Yeah, don't, don't do a hard press on it because you let out a bunch. There we go. Perfect. All right, we got Corwin coming in next. And he got a banner as well. If I can find him, there he is. What kind of banner? What's it look like? Hey, Corwin, how are you, man? NWO banner. And before we do Corwin, he got a, a bunch of stuff. Let, let's let me list it all so you can grab it. Um, he got there should be an NWO banner. Banner. And on the WCW banner, it should be signed by Ron Simmons as well. Okay, you, you froze up there a little bit, David. Say that again. He got an NWO banner, and then he had a WCW banner as well. That's the same size, and it should have a signature on it already by Ron Simmons. Okay. No, no the NWO is blank. The NWO one is blank. The WCW one has a signature on it. There's only one WCW banner that I saw in there, so. Yeah, that's, that's more than likely his. And then he got also one of the books. Hold on one second, guys. No I don't have so much room here. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming this is another banner and these are the packages. 
Is that it? Yep, that's it. All right. Let's just do one at a, one at a time because I don't have enough room here. There's Ron Simmons' signature. Sure. I'll let you ask your questions, Corwin, and stuff. Let him do those two, and then I'll come back with what you have left because you got like eight things. So. Right. So, uh, so what's on your mind, Corwin? Something I've always wondered, like I was at uh, Spring Stampede '94, and uh, so in uh, during the Sting Rick Root match, uh, Harley Race and Vader got involved, and then there was a, a tussle backstage between Rick Root and Vader. But was that was that the beginning of a Rick Root face turn, or like how is that supposed to go if Rick didn't get injured? God, I I couldn't tell you honestly. I'd have to go back and look at. I, I don't think it was a Rick Rude face turn because I don't think anybody in their right mind thought that Rick Rude could ever be a baby face. So it could have just been poor booking. But yeah, I don't think, uh, there we go. Let's not forget. Oh, that lighting makes us crazy. Oh, that is well, you just have to trust me on this one. <laughs> and oh, the NWO banner. Yeah, I don't think anybody would have ever thought for a second that Rick Rude. Could have been a baby face. I just don't see it. He liked being a heel too much. He was a heel in real life, so <laughs> he didn't have to work at it. There we go. And forgive me for taking so long with this stuff, but who would you say broadcast combination would have been through the WCW run? Say that again, bud. Who do you think your favorite uh, broadcast combination would have been through the WCW run? Like through, like when you wait from when you took over till you know the end. Like, which combination of commentators? Yeah, that's another tough one. I think I've obviously Bobby Heenan. You know, nobody better than Bobby Heenan. But I was even now when I go back and watch some of these, you know watch-alongs that we do and things like that, or if I have to watch a show to kind of get myself up to speed and remember, you know, what the show was even about. I, I love listening to Dusty Rhodes. He was just so entertaining, you know, so. Curious. Tony Schiavone was a, you know, great play-by-play guy. So I would say either Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan, and, and Dusty Rhodes. I think that was a pretty cool trifecta right there. Dusty. How about you? Who was your favorite? Dusty calling the Nasty Boys matches uh, cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he enjoyed those. Right. Have you read the book? No. Let's see. Where do you live, Corbin? Iowa. What little, part? A little bit north of Des Moines, uh, Ames. Sure, I know where Ames is. Used to do some pheasant hunting there <laughs> once or twice. Got much pheasants here. Show us the book if you can, Eric. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're good. Not in my rhythm here. There we go. Gotcha. All right. He also got, um, there should have been some turnbuckle pads in there. Big ones or small ones? The small ones. Okay. 
He got a um, WCW one and an NWO one. All right, I saw those in there, so they should be coming right up. What are you doing, uh, Ames at our corn? Uh, I've just been working for the last 20, so, 20 or so years uh, doing electronics manufacturing. Cool. What kind of electronics? Uh, for ag, um, like steering units, uh, yield monitors, like going tractors and combines. Okay. Well, that's the center of the universe for that kind of work there. Is this what we're talking about here? Yep. Yep, that one. All right. And then there should be one that says NWO on it as well. It's okay that that one's already signed. Yeah, it's yeah, that's Ron Simmons. He signed a form in Baltimore for us. And also, playing bass and bunch of say what, Corin? Also, like I'm a side job in country bands. Oh, cool. There's that one. Oh, do you want me to hold that up? Yep, sure. Boom. There you go, Corin. Let's see. And that one. Nice. All right. And to wrap it up, he also got two of these 8x10s and two of these 8x10s. All right. And that wraps you up, Corwin. You also, bought the house. I also had the NWO. Uh, it was like a little banner that. Uh, oh, you did. You had the flag too. Nice. Stop buying everything. I think he did your flag already. Uh, those, those look the. I think it was like an eleven by seventeen thing. That, oh, uh, the print. You're right. We'll get to that. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> What's what it? It's a bigger print. It, it's like eleven by seventeen, and I believe it's signed already by Buff Bagwell and Kevin Nash. Oh. Yeah, I know what it is. Hold on one second. So we got two of those. There you go, Corwin. Let me do the, what was the, was it two of these? Yep. yep. Corwin, buying everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear my dog groaning down there? <laughs> Were you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> my dog does that when she's hungry. And we got two of those. Nice. And probably a weird question. Uh, are there any of the quote-unquote uh, dirt sheet writers that you would uh, give credibility to? Um, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys that are part of the, you know, wrestling online communities that I have a lot of respect for, you know, Wade Keller is one, certainly Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful.com. Another one, uh, Mike Johnson, PW Insider is a guy that I have respect for. Dave Shearer, it seems to have kind of, uh, cleaned up his act quite a bit over the last 10 years or so. And. It's not more straight reporting and not so much opinion dressed as fact. So no, there's a lot of guys that I that I I follow. Uh, Sean Rossap is probably the one I I 
enjoy listening to the most, partly because I've worked with them and I know them a little bit. Um, could you try to get that out of there? Because I can't. Um, who else do I? You know, there's certain guys that I would definitely take a call from in, in the interview because I want to want to support the people that actually want to verify information and actually do a little bit of research. Um, Brian Satin is another guy. Um, you want this in silver? Or how about white paint? Does that work? There we go. Here, I'll try to hold that up. Let's take it out. Awesome. There we go. All right, Corwin. Well, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for thanks for hosting this. All right, thanks, see you Corwin. next time, Derek. See ya. It's a lot. Yeah, he bought a ton. <laughs> yeah, he did. All right, so we got Dustin King coming in. He got this eight by ten. All right, you're up, Dustin. Dustin, how are you? Good, Eric. How about yourself? Outstanding. Where are you from? Uh, originally in Phoenix, Arizona, which we'll get into in a second, and then now currently in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, Washington? Yes, sir. How do you like it? I love it. I've been here about four months, and it definitely beats the, those Arizona summers. Yeah, it's supposed to be 117 degrees in Phoenix on Tuesday. Are, are you still in Cape Creek, or you back no, in? No, no. We left Cape Creek about, what, honey, four years ago, five years, 2017. So, okay. yeah, um, no, we're out of there, and we're up in Wyoming. It's a lot nicer up here in the summer, too. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm enjoying Tacoma. What do you do in, what do you do in Tacoma? Um, so I'm in the beverage business, which was kind of one of the questions I was going to ask you. Um, so about 2006-ish, uh, I was working for Clo Bottling in Phoenix, and you guys came out with the Hogan Energy from Saco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so actually I met you in the office uh, when you came down and spoke to uh, the president of the company. We had a quick conversation, but that was actually going to be my first question because I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. Is uh, Was that your foray into the beverage business? I know you kind of dabbled in it since then. No, I, I mean, it really wasn't in the beverage business. I was in a Hulk Hogan business, really. And all I, did, I mean, I knew the guys that were doing the Hogan Energy drink. They were, you know, young guys that I was introduced to by somebody I can't remember who, but really liked them and got along with them. And, you know, they said, why do you think you could get Hulk Hogan to uh, license his image for an energy drink? And I did, and we did, but I wasn't involved on the business side of it all, mm -hmm. of, the, of the beverage industry, with the exception of just arranging for Hulk to, uh, to do a licensing agreement. No, oh, okay. It's a tough business. Beverage business is tough business. I've been in it 21 years, so... I know. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's fighting for shelf space, man. It's like real estate wars. It is, yeah. I, I work for Dr. Pepper currently, so it's it's a rough business to be in. All right. Well, here you go. We got you covered. I gotta... Appreciate it. Oh, and then uh, one... it's actually signed. <laughs> one other question: um, Do you guys plan on going on the road for the uh, ad free shows now that COVID started lighten up a little bit? You know, I know uh, Conrad and Jeff Jarrett are at uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood this weekend in Baltimore doing a show. Um, 
I think we'll be doing some more of them. You know, the, the good news is we've gotten so busy with ad-free shows and with the podcasts that it's tough for people to travel as much. But we are doing a ad-free shows kind of get together in September, I think, in Chicago. Uh, we'll, you'll be hearing more about that in the weeks and months to come, of course. Uh, but we're all going to come in. So it'll be kind of a big deal. We'll have a blast. Great, great. Well, I'm, I'm one of the top guys, so maybe I'll see you there. All right, man. Yeah, keep your ears open. We'll be we'll be bragging about it and hitting on it here in the next couple of weeks for sure. All right, we'll appreciate it, Eric. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you, Dustin. See you, Dustin. All right. We got Torin coming in. And he got your book. What was the name? Torin. Torin? T-A-U-R-E-N. Torin. Was it a hardcover or softcover? You know, I'm not sure. I'm checking okay. now. I'll let you know in two seconds. Should be softcover. One of the ones Nick mailed in. Okay. Softcover, huh? Okay. And I think we've got it coming in. Thank you, honey. What's going on, Torin? Hey, Torin, how are you? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Hey, I'm Mr. Bischoff. How are you, sir? The floor is yours. Outstanding, Torin. Where are you at? Where are you calling from? I'm in Virginia. Okay, we're, we're over in Virginia. That's two in a row. Well, not in a row, but that's two in this show so far. What part of Virginia are you um, from? I'm in. I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia. I actually met you in uh, Richmond. You you were actually at a convention in Richmond a couple of years ago. It was uh, you, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash... Tony Atlas was there. Uh, oh, I remember. Uh, I hung out with Tony after the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sent the I sent the picture to Rocky. I don't know if you, I don't. You're breaking up a little bit there. Uh, I sent the. I'm 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 going in a tunnel. Hold up. Hold on, hold on a second. Perfect timing with the tunnel. Can you hear me? Can you, can you still hear me? I can hear you. Okay, sorry, I was going through a tunnel. We got that part. Uh, What's up, your mind? <laughs> What's your question? Um. I have a couple of uh, NWO-related questions. Fire away. All right, so my first question is, um, had Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, had they not um, jumped ship to WCW, was there a backup plan? Had they not uh, signed with WCW as to who was going to be in the NWO? No. Actually, the, the idea would have never occurred to me had it not been for Scott Hall and Kevin Nash coming over to WCW. So there, it wasn't like we had the idea for NWO when we were just looking for the right person to fill it. The fact that those two were available and they were available so close together is what was the catalyst for the idea all by itself. Okay, okay. And um, when uh, when, when Rocky and, and them had uh, had Buck Bagwell on the, on the uh, up here, um, I asked him, like, uh, who, who recruited? Was he always 
a part of um, recruiting people for the NWO or was there other people uh, responsible for that? Uh, nobody was really responsible, you know, when it came to adding people to the NWO, it was just kind of a creative process that evolved from week to week. And we, everybody was involved in that. Kevin Sullivan, certainly myself would have been, you know, involved with that. Um, Terry Taylor, to a certain degree, you know, might have thrown some ideas around, but it was more of a collaborative effort than it was any one person. Okay, okay. And um, another question I had is, um, when Hulk Hogan joined the NWO, was was again, uh, was had he had he not had he not um, had he not turned heel or whatnot, or had he not uh, jumped ship to WCW? Was there was there a backup plan as to who who was going to be the third member of NWO if um, Hulk Hogan ever jumped ship? Yeah, well, Hulk Hogan came long before the NWO idea. Um, obviously, but uh, Sting was the original, Sting was going to be the third man originally um, because I didn't think Hulk Hogan wanted to turn heel. I had asked him six or eight months previously, we had a conversation about him turning heel and he just wasn't interested in that. Uh, so I never even thought about asking Hulk Hogan or presenting him with the idea to be in the NWO because he'd already told me previously that he didn't want to turn heel. So uh, Sting was originally going to be that third man and Hulk kind of saw where things were going and changed his mind about becoming heel and threw his name in the hat and we ended up going with Hulk instead of Sting. But Sting was originally going to be the third man. Okay, okay. Torn, buddy, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. See you, Torn. Thanks for calling, man. See you, thank you. All right, we got Josh coming in next, and he got one of your hardcover books. Hardcover book from Josh, Larry. What's Josh's last name? Ah. Greenblatt. 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 Got it. Josh Greenblatt. What's up, Josh? Hello, sister. Hello. Hey, Josh, how are you? I can hear you, but I can't see you. Oh, see if I can fix it. Any better? It's really dark in that room, man. <laughs> no, I can't see it all. But I can hear you. Oh, do I have a button off? Well, I mean, I don't, there is. How about now? No, still nothing. Well, I don't know what's going on. So, let's see. Well, I can hear you. We can still wrap. Yeah, so, I'll, yeah, I'll at least get started with you. So, um, so really, um, I asked Scott this question um, when they had him on. So, obviously, you know, Bash Beach 96, you, you knew what was happening. You, you created the whole thing. Um, you knew Hulk was going to be healed. You knew he was going to go out. You knew the whole thing was going to happen. Um, what was your expectation? I mean, it ended up being one of the coolest moments in wrestling history with garbage going in the ring, and it ended up being one of the coolest things ever. I mean, that couldn't have necessarily been what you thought was going to happen, but like, what was your expectation? Um, you're right. I did. I mean, we knew it was going to be good, 
because you can kind of feel, you know, when you do these shows, you do them every week, you can kind of feel the energy in the audience start to shift and grow and evolve. So we knew we were on our way to something that was going to be good, but never, I don't think anybody in their right mind or anybody that was being honest with themselves or anybody else would say they knew it was going to be as big as it became. None of us did. We knew it was going to be good, but not great. So it, it was as much of a surprise to us in many ways as it was to everybody else. Yeah, it was just fantastic. Um, so just, uh, I don't know, I guess if I'm trying to get the camera figured out, but if not, just one do a... No, you've got the camera figured out. You, you, I can see you. Um, I guess my it's other thing is... It's a hell of a important there, Josh. I guess <laughs> the other thing is, uh, I'm from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, um, home of Sold Out 97. Um, you did commentary the whole thing with Ted DiBiase. What were your thoughts kind of through that pay-per-view as well? It was an odd one because I, I was trying to do something completely different. I was kind of trying to break the model or, as they say, the paradigm. Um, I wanted it to be a, to have a completely different feeling than every other pay-per-view. And it did in many respects. And I think in some ways it worked, but... I don't think it was as good as it could have been. I, I don't think we thought through the creative. I didn't think through the creative to the degree that I probably could have or should have to really fine tune it so that it really felt unique. And I think a lot of fans had a hard time with it. It felt odd and it felt unique, but not in a way that they went, wow, that's really cool. It just felt odd to them, but we had fun. All right, man. Josh, here you go. I got you signed. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Awesome. 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 All right, buddy. Big support. Thank you very much, man. Not a problem. Thank you, sir. See ya. See you, Josh. Take care, buddy. All right. We got John and Ashley coming in next. Uh, John got an NWO print, the 11 by 17 one. 11 by 17 NWO print. And then he got three 8 by 10s. Got All right, this let's the 8 by 10s first. We'll get those. Got that out. one. That one. And the collage. All right. And who's this for? John and Ashley. I'll let them tell you what they want on it. Yeah, they'll want different names on certain ones. Uh, <laughs> there they are. We're in difficult. Yeah, we always are. <laughs> How nice are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? Doing really well. Thank you very much. Who's that young lady in the middle? This is our oldest daughter, Kira. And then this one is our youngest daughter. <laughs> she can't see her. She's laying down. All right. And now, is, there, is that a puppy I see in somebody's lap? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Fenway. That's Fenway. She does every meet and greet with us. Nice. Turn around. Turn around. Is that a French bulldog? Um, she's a Boston Terrier mix. Okay. I work at an animal shelter, and she was actually born in foster care with us. Oh, wow. Daddy, Daddy. Give me some directions here, John and Ashley. How would you like me to sign these? All right. The, uh, the white, the NWO one? Just sign that one. It's fine. All right. All right. That's great. Cool. 
the uh, WCW collage. All right. That one, you, can you sign that to us, to John and Ashley? Sure can. Whatever you want to put on is great. So you've talked about your dog we've been watching. What kind of dog do you have? We have, uh, she's an Australian cattle dog or a blue healer. They kind of go by both ones. Yeah. Uh, she's a sweetheart. There we go. Awesome. Ooh. That's cool. All right. And what else did we have? Uh, there's another 8 by 10 Again, that one you can just sign. Which, which, what, was, what was the other eight by ten? Uh, that one, yeah. And then there was the banner. Right? Yeah, the eleven by seventeen. <laughs> but outside of wrestling, what what have you got going on these days now? Um, you know, I'm working with Conrad Thompson in the mortgage business. So I'm helping people refinance homes or buy homes and all that. Working with Conrad, having a blast doing that. I've got a uh, collectible card game strategy or collectible card game uh, idea that we're developing. Uh, hope to launch that pretty soon. We've got a movie that we're doing with Netflix that I'm producing uh, with Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm not producing it with him, but he, it's a Hulk Hogan life story. Uh, that we're producing for Netflix. So doing that and just uh, hanging out. I'll keep an eye out for that for sure. All right. And was it an 11 by 17 banner or what exactly was it? I'm sorry. Uh, one of the NWO prints, the, uh, the large ones. Yeah. Was it already signed? Yeah, the print that's so, yeah. signed by Nash and Buff. Okay, that's it, Lori. Yep. This is the one, so it must be this one. This is not a core one, right? No. This one is signed by Buff and Nash. That's the one. Is this yours? Yes. All right. So we're big animal people. So do you have any other animals other than your cattle dog? No, we had a couple horses for a while, uh, but you know, horses are, for me at least, I felt guilty because I didn't ride them enough. You know, and I just every time I left the house, I felt guilty about it. So we find them great homes. They get a lot more, like, be able to enjoy them more. But we had goats for a while. Just Gilligan. Marianne, Ginger, and Gilligan. Yeah, we have three goats. Marianne, Ginger, and Gilligan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then they, they got married and had a baby, and we named it Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys get this? You want to grab that shot, tight shot? Oh. That's awesome. I'm right in the middle. You can't see it very well on camera, but it's there. Well, thank you so much for doing this. We look forward to all of these, and it's been a pleasure meeting you. Well, and thanks for bringing the family, and especially the dog. You know, I told you. Yeah.
somebody else's pooch on camera. <laughs> well, normally we have our bearded dragon or a foster kitten with us, but they're all sleeping right now. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for what you do, by the way, Ashley. Well, well cool. thank you. It, it's my passion. So good for you. Good for thank you. you. Well, congratulations right. on the Hall of Fame. Thank Bye, you. Guys. Very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, David. So long. See you guys, take care. All right. Got the Hornets beard guy. That's what I have to go by because that's the name on the screen. I believe he won the Twitter. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. McMahon put him up to it. He uh, got your NWO 8x10. All righty. We got go man. Hornets. Can you there hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can see you. That is a hell of a beard you got going on there, bro. Yes, sir. HBG, that's me. Um, so I'm going to put you over because you deserve to be put over. Dig what you're doing with uh, 83 Weeks. Uh, really dig for the heat over there at uh, Cody Bighorn Basin, 96.7 FM. I call in when I can. I just spoke with you this past Wednesday. I was the one that called in, um, you know, about the Hogan light drop. And you asked me, you know, oh, yeah. well, yeah, so my question, and I know i got to keep it to one so I can ask this one another time. Do you think the Eric Bischoff character could have worked in ECW? I mean, you had the Harley, you had the, the, the cowboy boots, you had the leather jacket. It was very, like, rugged. I mean, do you think that character could have worked in an ECW uh, arena or for that company? Oh, I think so. You I think know, so, too. I think so. Yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, yeah. And um, did you, and I know I said that one question, just one quick one. Um, 25 years later, did you ever think that the NWO, did you ever think you'd still see this stuff around? No, and actually, if you it's, listen to the podcast on Monday, uh, I'll ruin it for you. We had a special surprise. Uh, Scott Hall dropped in. Well, that, the, yeah, for, yeah for that, um, that episode, since I'm um, a top guy or uh, my push on, Ad, ad free shows that episode just dropped today i haven't had a chance to check it out yet yeah but and, you know it's like early and ad free you know the, so i'm gonna check yeah. it out later yeah and scott was telling us that you know because he gets royalties on nwo merchandise okay he, gets, he still gets six figure royalty checks just from nwo merchandise so right would i have guessed that 25 years ago that an idea would have been as successful as it was, and people would still be talking about it 25 years later. Yes, no. sir. No, I would I mean, not. I, you know, I'm walking down the street and I'm wearing this, and strangers are coming up to me, you know, with the the thing, and it's that's <laughs> crazy. So, crazy. thank you for that. Um, and I'll go ahead and let you. I know we got a lot of signings to get to. Um, HBG, uh, NWO for life. Well, I just put Hornets beer guy as NWO for life. Is that cool? Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes, sir. Right. Thank you so much. Right on. It's yep. there. All right. Yes, sir. That works. Thank hey, man, you so much. Thank you. Thanks for supporting us as much as yeah. you do. No, thank you, man. Look forward to you yeah, calling uh, the real show. Yeah, get me over on uh, Twitter. Follow me at Hornets Beer Guy. I'd love to you know, talk to you some more. All right, man. You be well. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yes, sir. Take care. Thanks, man. Thanks, Rocky. Thanks for putting this on. No problem. All right. We got John coming in next. And John got your NWO eight by ten. 
Hi, and John. Also, hey, and I also got a banner, I think, too. Okay. Yep. You got a banner as well? What's the banner look like? Um, It was, I think it was the NWO. An NWO banner, all right. Yep. How are you, Mr. Bishaw? I am doing well, my friend. How are you? Good. Somebody came on my podcast yesterday, and he said to say hello to you. Who's that? Eugene. Oh, my TV nephew. Yes. And I can't wait for Monday Night Raw this week because somebody's coming back. Who's coming back? Eva Marie. Eva Marie's coming back? Yeah. How do you know that? Because um, it's all red, and she has red hair. All right. I dig it. Who do you want me to make this out to, buddy? To John and Brandy. John and Brandy? Yep. And I wish you were GM back today in Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. You know, part of me wishes I was too, but part of me is glad I don't have to travel anymore. So um, I don't mind it so much. Here, if you want to take a tight one of that, boom, we got okay. it. Yep. And John, are you sure you got that banner? Yes, I paid. I paid. Um, yes, or was it? Yes, I'm. I'm positive. Eric, is there any other signatures on that one? Hey, Eric, hang tight on that banner. We're going to cycle back at the end. John, I want to just verify something before we sign that, okay? Okay. If you did, we'll get it taken care of on the rapid fire portion, okay? Okay, because I paid uh, three weeks ago for it. Yeah, That's fine. Let me verify. I just want to make sure we have enough there, okay? Okay. But we'll make sure it gets done if you did, all right? We'll get you you covered, John, one way or the other. And Eric, I'm meeting somebody tomorrow on here, and you probably know her. Do tell. Gail Kim's coming tomorrow. Oh, good, good. Gail's a sweet person. She's a, a very talented, too. Very talented young lady. You'll have fun. Yes, just like you. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. See ya. Thanks, John. All right. See who we got next coming up. Dave, I'm gonna go ahead and bring Brian in real quick. Brian, what what did you end up getting? Uh, I got the uh, print. The got the NWO print that's yeah. got the Nash and Buff on it. Yeah. All right, we got an NWO print that's got Kevin Nash and Buff Bagwell already on it. How big is it? Uh, 11 by 14 or something like that. 11 by 17. 11 by 14. Okay. Is it made out to anyone or just their signatures? Is it made out to anybody or is it just their signatures? Oh, it's just the signatures. Just their signatures, huh? She's looking. While she's looking, do you have a question, Brian? Uh, hey, well, first I want to say congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was so great back in the day with the NWO, WCW, Nitro. I wish it was, uh, we go back in time and still relive those times again. Um, my question is, like, what is your favorite memory, like, with the NWO, like, off screen or on screen? 
Well, I don't have any real great memories off screen because all those guys got to be a pain in the ass after a while. Um, but um, on screen, um, I think it was the episode where I was in the ring running my mouth and Sting came up from behind me when he popped up through the ring and hit me with the scorpion death block or whatever it was called. That was pretty cool. Oh. I like that. Cool. And uh, I had another one. Um, when you, uh, your match with uh, Larry Sabisco at, at Star K97, what'd you, what'd you think of that? I mean, it was what it was. Um, you know, I'm not a professional wrestler, so my, my skill sets were somewhat limited. But the story made enough sense that I think it kind of made up for it. At least I thought it did. Um, so, I, you know, I thought for what it was, it, it served its purpose. I guess that's the best way I could say it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty entertaining. It was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Awesome. There I am right there. Oh, cool. Yeah, it looks great. Well, uh, Brian, where are you from? I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. it's pretty, I'm originally from New York, but I live in Lancaster now. Yeah, I kind of picked up a little bit of New York accent there. You haven't, you haven't lost that. No, no. <laughs> I actually met Kevin Nash uh, a couple weeks ago in Baltimore where he signed that print and where he signed the uh, it was actually on my birthday. It was pretty cool. Fun day. Well, good for you, man. And thanks for calling in today. Appreciate yeah, it. You're yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. All right, Brian. Be well, man. Thanks, Brian. All right, All guys. Right. We need a break, Eric, for a little bit. Quick, uh, quick one-minute break. I'll be right back. Go ahead. All right, folks, uh, we're, we're probably going to halt some of the uh, meet and greets for now uh, just to make sure we get through everyone. But uh, we do have 8x10s available to be signed still. There's one, two, three, and four that are available if anybody would like to grab any. And that way, you, you know, you won't miss out. Get to come in, ask a question or two. We might halt them soon. So if you're going to grab it, I wouldn't wait. We still have a bunch of folks waiting to get in to talk to him. So, um, Nelson, you're next, buddy. I'll bring you in so we can entertain the folks. If you can unmute your mic. Yeah, yay. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I see you, buddy. It was nice meeting you in Baltimore, man. Yeah, I'm out here. You know, another beautiful day in Cicadaville. You had a bunch of stuff. I had you for an 8x10 collage, a book. A promo and a ruthless aggression figure. Yeah, oh, oh, uh, I try to. I'll try to keep up with the uh, with the uh, what's his name? Corwin. Corwin what's his name? Corwin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to keep up with him. I'm trying to keep up with him. That's all. Mike, there is an order. It is not random people on the list. As people pop in, I follow the order of the list. I'm with it. So, I'm with it. How's the? Just to answer this question. Uh, it's uh, it rained the last thirty hours, and now it, it, the sun finally came out before it's about to set. <laughs> you guys, you guys are in Virginia, right? I'm down in Stafford near uh, Fredericksburg. Oh, so you, yeah, you close. I'm, I'm from Woodbridge. Yeah, I'm about yeah. It rained here for like on and off for about thirty straight hours. 
I got soaked yesterday in that rain at work, so I know. Did you mail in a promo, or did you get one of the ones that Nick had? No, I got I, I got it off you guys. Okay, so you had the original. Okay, so I'll, I'll let Eric know. The the king has returned. Yes, he has. Yeah, no one's here to see me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Big Nell. What's up, sir? How you doing? I am outstanding, my friend. How are you? How does it feel to be king, as you said in the Nitro promo? Well... I'm not sure yet. When I, when I get there, I'll let you know. <laughs> Trust me, you're there. You are there. You All right, so Nelson had a bunch of stuff, Eric. I will kind of go through it, and I'll give him his time. He had well, this 8 by 10 Go ahead. Yeah, hit me, because Mrs. B is out. Uh, she had to do something, so she'll be back in a few minutes. So, yeah, 8 by 10s are right in front of me. We can do those. Which ones are they? It's just a collage, and then he got a he got a few things we mailed in. So I'll let you guys talk, and when she gets back, we'll go through the rest. <clears throat> All right, she's back. I heard her come in the door. Okay. All right, so, what do we need? I, I do want to. I've, I've I've always been a fan of that the book you you put out. I forgot what year when you put it out, but I remember the promo quite well that made me buy it. When you said Hulk Hogan threw me out of his home, I you know myself I literally thought he picked you up and threw you out of his home. <laughs> but when when I bought the book, you that's what I say. I, I want to say I read it back in 04, 05. You know, I could be wrong with the dates, but no, I think mean, I mean it was 05. Yeah, it was around that time. I remember, and then I read it. I was like, he sold this book so well by saying what he said because I, I really physically thought he threw you up. But no, I don't want I don't want to spill the beans. I don't want to talk about it. But it was it was so so very well. It's like this guy's a genius. It's, it's amazing how uh, how well he. It's just amazing. It's crazy. I'm. It's an honor. It's a true honor to talk to you, meet you. It's you know to bring us the greatest faction. I don't care what anybody says. Can nobody tell me anything otherwise? Greatest faction known to man. And I got two people that you know they're always right now they're not. But you know this is the guy. This is the guy you guys blame for always wearing NWO stuff. Hi. Hi. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> so, what are their names? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, huh? He said, "What's your name?" I'm Tanel. I'm Torian. Good to I, meet you guys. I, I call them. I call them the Bomb Squad. But yeah, they. Hey, are you are you slapping? It, are you snapping into a Slim Jim? No, but nineties <laughs> <laughs> babies. I mean, they're 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 you know way past the nineties, but. When it comes to everything that I grew up to, that's what they grew up to. Very cool. But Very yeah, cool. it's uh, it, like I said, it's a true honor. It really is. It's amazing. And, uh, for years, years, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna meet this guy. I'm gonna meet this guy. You know, virtually, it's just good enough. I could do. I could deal with that. Where do you live? I'm, I'm originally okay. I'm originally from Virginia and Woodbridge. I was born in D.C., but I, you know, as time went by, these kids are 13 years old now. When when, they were, when I found out I was having twins, I had to make a move, and I moved to Baltimore. So here I am. Very cool. Very cool. Conrad uh, Thompson and Jeff Jarrett are at, uh, at uh, Jimmy Seafood. Jimmy Seafood today, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah, I've I, I seen that, but I was like, ah. I said, I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather talk to Eric. Oh, big nail. You need my heart all flutter. I'm being serious. I'm like, go ahead. I'm a huge NWO fan where I had to buy my Holy Grail. I don't know if you probably can't see it, but 
you know. Oh, yeah, I can see it. It's an important date, you know. I got everybody's signature that was in there, but put it on. So. You're the best, man. No, you. You. No, you are. No, you are. (laughs) That's good. I like that. That's good. I like that. There we go. Oh, man. And it says you yeah, you, you can ask one more question. On, on you can't read it, but it says, Big Dale, you're the best. All right, so we'll get we'll do that now. We'll do that one next. He should have had a, a original promo that we mailed in. It's one of your original promos, one in 8x10. I don't know what that means. What do you, what do you mean by what do you mean by it, it was mailed separately in the box boxes that Nick sent, and it looks like an actual promo picture of you. I'll show you an idea, but it's different. It kind of looks like this, but it's actually an original. And I think it's a WCW one. Yeah, I think it has WCW on it. Um, we're going to have to look for that. Okay. It's that size, yeah. It's an 8x10 size. Correct. Promo picture. And there's two of them, if that helps. There's two of them in there, too. All right. That may take us a while. We'll find sure. it, but it's not. Okay. Obvious, so. Did he mail in? Or was it one of ours now? Did you get a soft no, it, was, it was one of you guys. It was a soft edition. I, I, book. I, had the, I had the hardback back when it first came out, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's one of you guys'. Lori, there's okay. another book, a soft, soft cover book. Nelson or Nelson. Yep. Yes, ma'am. That's the kid. And the, and there should also be a figure in there, and it's ruthless aggression on the packaging. Okay. Did you get that, Lori? Nelson, um, the promo. Just message me what you want on it, because we'll cycle back to it. Okay, uh, when I get off here? Yeah, message me what you want on it so I can get what you right, the, the request you wanted on that. That's cool. That's cool. I'll do that. So that way we can get make sure we get what you want on it. Sweet, sweet. I got All it. All right, we got that one. Yeah. Right there. And this one. Oh, the flag, too. You got the flag, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, going a little ahead of me, Nelson. <laughs> what happened? You went a little ahead of me. I was getting there. Hey, my bad. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. No, you're good. I love the reminders, man. When people get tw- a lot of items, it's good to get a reminder. I just, I just try to, uh, try to make sure I get my stuff. That's all. That's all. That's all. Absolutely. Hey, let, let this one dry a little bit. That thing is really wet. <clears throat> all right, guys. Give me one second here. I lost my cap. Oh, well, we'll find it. And then uh, we had one of the banners. A nice, a nice background. Very nice. Yeah. Was it an NWO banner? Yeah, yes. I believe it'll still be in the plastic. Uh, it was unsigned. Unsigned. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna get Nash to sign it, but it only made sense to have the original 
the main man signed it first, and we'll go from there. Yeah, there you go. He'll understand. There we go. Got her done. Thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy. All right, all right, Nelson. When we get when we find the promos, we'll, we'll cycle back to those, and then I'll message me how you want it done. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send you a message right now. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, man, for coming in. All right. Appreciate you. All right, Appreciate see ya. you, Rob, Nick, everybody with the crew, Mr. Bischoff, your, your Highness. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Nelson. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Later. Thanks. All right, our next person coming in, her name is Jessica. She had, let me get to my list here. She had the 8x10 collage, which is this one here. All right. Let me find her here. There she is. Unmute your mic for us, Jessica. Looks like, there we go. How's it going? Hi. Look at that badass 83 weeks hoodie she's wearing. I to wear it. I love that. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Outstanding. Where are you calling? Where, where are you from? Uh, Toronto, Canada. Oh, wow. Okay. We've talked before, haven't we? Pardon? Have we talked before? Have you uh, called you in before? I've repeated on uh, Twitter. Okay. I actually, uh, about the sweater, um, I uh, ordered it during the fundraiser for Mongo. Oh, cool. Very cool. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Of course. <laughs> um, only question really is, um, you and Conrad planning on coming to Toronto anytime soon for a live show, maybe once this is all over? You know, we don't have a plan for that, but I would love to. And Toronto's always been a really great market for wrestling. And I, I love the city. I, I really enjoy Toronto, um, as long as it's not the winter time. The wind coming in off that lake is just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we'd love to. Canada's a great market. And um, I think once everything finally settles down for good, hopefully, it'll be somewhat soon. Um, there's a good chance it'll happen because that'd be awesome. Big, big wrestling market up there. How do you want me to make this out to you, Jessica? Uh, just Jessica's fine. Okay. Uh, could you sign NWO for life too? Absolutely. Thank you. There we go. Thank you so much. Well, um, thank you, Jessica. Thanks again for supporting Mongo. Of course. Very cool. Very cool. Thanks, Jessica, for coming thank you in. So much. See ya. Bye. All right. So we have uh, Mike, Matt coming up next. I don't see your camera on. Uh, he got an eight by ten collage, and then he got another one. I'll get his choice when I bring him in. Unmute your mic for me, Mike. There you go. Hey, Mike, what was the second 8x10 you wanted? I had your collage, but the order didn't show the second one. That was for the other guy who won it, remember? It was on before. Oh, you gave him the gift. Okay, which one is yours? Uh, anyone. The collage is good for you? Yeah, that's all right. All right, I'll drop out. How you going, mate? Hey, Mike, how are you, buddy? How you going? Hey, say hi to Mrs. B, she's still there. 
She's still here. Come on and say hi to Mick Beck. Well, there you are. Long time no see, friend. How you going? Excellent. How have you been? Uh, not bad. Just had another little one a few months ago. Good Lord, I've lost track. How many now? Three. <laughs> You've been busy. I had two girls, so I had to get a boy, so, you know, make it a bit, bit even. Oh, so do you, is the third one a boy? Yeah, it was a boy, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So are you done now? Uh, it depends if they listen to me or not. I have to. <laughs> they don't listen to me. But now nah, they're all right. They're just uh, at that stage where they're little devils and they, uh, you know, run amok. They okay. do like to run amok, don't they? Congratulations, yeah. Mike. Thank you. Oh, How's your garden going? The garden is just kicking ass right now. Yeah? Eric built it? No. <laughs> Eric, did you say, did Eric build it? Yeah. No. Oh. Eric builds businesses. I built the garden. You've got to put him <laughs> over. It's a little help. <laughs> Bye, Mike. Oh, good. See ya. See, Mike, before I, uh, before I let you go here, first of all, here, I want to put this up. Boom. That's cool, man. You got it. But thanks so much, man, for all you do and all your support. You're, you're one of our most amazing fans, and we all really appreciate it, me in particular. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. I try not to annoy you too much. Uh, and I'm, I'm having a blast with the drone, by the way. I never it's sent it. You didn't send Hans it? Hans sent it. Hans sent it. You are Hans. <laughs> I'm not Hans. <laughs> Well, whoever sent it, I'm having a blast with it. Oh, good, mate. I hope you enjoy it. All right, buddy. Thank you. See you, buddy. You have a good night. Thanks, Thank Mike. You. See yeah. you, mate. All right. Our next person is Sean Serreras. He got the NWO 8x10. All right. You're up, Sean. Oops, not that Sean. Sorry, Sean. This Sean. Lots of Sean's. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Not too bad. How are you? Hey, Sean, where are you from? Uh, Mountain Forest, Ontario. Okay, Canada's a big market for us here today. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you up to today? Uh, not too much. Just about to barbecue. What are you barbecuing? Some steak and shish kebabs. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, yeah. It's the best yeah. time. Best part of the summer is being able to be outside and grill it. That's for sure. So, so I got that, uh, Go ahead. Buddy. I got that NWO eight by ten. This one right here. That's it. All right. What do you do in uh, Ontario? Um, I work in an automotive factory. What? Uh, which one? Uh, it's called Dana Automotive. Okay, cool. We, do make, do we make parts for uh, Honda, GM, everybody. Okay, cool. There we yeah. go. Zoom in on that. We got it. Boom. Awesome. Wicked. Thank you for doing this and taking your time. Thank you, the Asylum, for making it happen. 
Thank you very much. And uh, happy grilling, brother. I wish I was doing Thank that. You. I grilled last night. It's going to be too late by the time I'm do done doing this tonight. But uh, tomorrow I'll follow in your footsteps and I'll grill away. Awesome. Thank you Thanks again. Thanks for coming in, Sean. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right. So we have the next one is an 8 by 10 collage. This one. And you're up, Billy the Bull. How's it going, man? Wait a minute. I have I have no vision. Wait a minute, sir. Hey, Billy, how are you? How are you, sir? I, I can't see you because my vision is stuck. Can I repeat my page again? I don't know about the internet connection here. I'm sorry. I, I can hear you okay. Yeah, we see and hear you okay. Are you not seeing us? Yes, I don't see you. It's stuck. All right. Um, we can bring okay. you back in. I'll go to the next person. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right, no worries. All right, we'll come back to him when he gets his thing going. Let me go to somebody else. One moment, I wasn't prepared because I didn't know his signal would be bad. Okay, let's. We'll do Sam Ward. He should have had a figure we sent in. It should be labeled to Sam Ward. This lighting is horrible, man. I look like a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> this color on my walls doesn't help my camera either. All right, Sam, you are up, sir. How's it going? Hey, you sir. There we go. How are you, Sam? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, my friend. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd just like to say, hey, thanks for everything you've done for the business. It's been amazing, and I've enjoyed watching you over the years. Um, also, I, I loved when you uh, was on Raw doing general manager, and you did the three-minute warning. And you pulled off the, the mask. That was the frost. That was awesome. That was. That yeah. was it, I was. I was that actually was surprised. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Oh, I was actually surprised. It was you. You you actually disguised your voice really well. I, I was, it was good. You know when I disguised my voice, I was imitating Jim Barnett and. A lot of wrestling fans know who Jim Barnett was, but he had this voice, and whenever he yeah, that, talked, was, that was good. He, he he whatever the last word of a sentence was, he would drag it out. So I just kind of I stole that from him. <laughs> it worked out pretty well. All right, Sam, I got you covered here. It's in white, so it's a little tough to see. Bad. There you go. We got you covered, though, buddy. Yeah, you can All come right, back. Thank Sean, you. Sam, we'll send you pictures as well, Sam, later on for you. If you can't, if you're having a delay. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, sometimes that's the beauty of the Internet. It doesn't work like we want. It's all right. We're doing the best we can. All right, we got Sean Lawal. Excuse me if I mispronounce that, buddy. You can correct me when you come in. He got the collage 8x10. 
How's it going, hey, Sean? Guys. How's it going? Pretty good. Hey, Sean, how are you? Mr. Bischoff, pretty good. Good. Do you have a question? Yeah. Uh, so I started my own business when I was 26 years old. I went to business school, all that, and quickly learned that school didn't teach me anything about running the business. So I've been a wrestling fan for 21 years now. So what's the biggest lesson that you learned through the wrestling business? Oh my gosh. That's a, just, that's a big question. Um, what did I, what's the one thing, the biggest thing that I think I've learned in the wrestling business? You know, I, I, if I had to sum it up, it would be to plan for the unexpected, no matter what things may look like today, economically or financially or anything else, you know, something's going to change, yeah. you know, and, and to try to prepare yourself, I think, as best you can for changes that you can't possibly anticipate, but you know are coming. And I know that sounds really difficult, but I think from a practical point of view, if you're actually operating a business, to have as much cash reserves as you can, so that if you get hit with something unexpected, what, 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 what kind of business do you in? I own an MMA gym. Okay. So, yeah, COVID, so COVID, COVID really was COVID that unexpected really, thing. And nobody could have predicted that one, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's a perfect example of what I'm saying, you know, and some people had cash reserves and the ability to withstand it. People that were operating from month to month without yeah. those cash reserves got crushed. So I think that that's a perfect example right there. Cool. Thank you, sir. Where, where do you operate your uh, MMA gym at? We are in Chicago. What part of Chicago? Uh, we're right in the South Loop of Chicago, right between Chinatown and uh, the University of Illinois, Chicago. Wow, how's your business doing? So COVID took took a big hit out of us um, last year, but m right around March of this year, we started booming again. We started, I think our the income that we had from just January to March doubled in those three months. So things opening Good. back up definitely helped us a lot. How long have you been in MMA? I've been training uh, for 11 years now, um, and then I've been running the business for three years now. Good for you. There's a, you. a new MMA gym that just opened up here, believe it or not, Cody, Wyoming, and um, I'm actually going to try to get in there and, and start moving around a little bit. Just, awesome. Just to, you know, to try to do something physical that I enjoy doing so I can, you know, try to stay in decent shape and... You know, I trained in, or not in MMA, but I trained in martial arts for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. it's been a while. And I just miss the contact. You know, I just, I like kicking and punching. <laughs> not not really as hard as I used to, but I, I just, I miss <laughs> the contact. So I'm going to go give it a whirl. For sure. If you're ever in Chicago too, we're right here for you. All right, Sean. I appreciate it very much. This is what we got for you. Awesome. And thank you very much for dropping in, man. And good luck with your business. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sean. Well. we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. All right, so we're going to bring Billy the Bull back in, see if he got it fixed up. He had the 8x10 collage, this one. All right. Let's try again, Billy. Hopefully we got it going this time. We good now? Yes, we're good, sir. How are you? Good, Billy. Where are you from? I'm from, I'm from Greece, sir. Say that again. I'm, I'm from Greece. I'm a wrestler too. Okay. 
How are you, sir? Congratulations to your Hall of Fame induction, by the way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You are one of my greatest heroes of all time. <laughs> well, and it's my honor and pleasure to speak to a legend like you. Thank you very much, Billy. I appreciate that. How'd you get the nickname? Can you repeat, sir? How did you get the name Billy the Bull? I was trained in 2017 in NXT Performance Center, but I have a problem with my visa. So because I I am heavy, I'm 300 pounds, 263 pounds, and Billy from my name, and that's uh, the correct name for my wrestling, Billy the Bull. I like <laughs> it. Yes, yes. Can I have a question, sir? Sure, go ahead. How you choose the wrestler for the NWO, Hulk, Scott, and Kevin Nash? Well, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were coming over. And next from, time, sorry. Hmm. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were coming over from from you know WWE, so that was an easy one. As I yes. you know mentioned earlier on this on this show, uh, originally it was going to be Sting was going to be the third man, but Hulk Hogan threw his name in the hat and said, "Hey, I'd like to turn heel," and you know there was no better person to turn heel than Hulk Hogan. So that's how he, he got into the middle of it. After that, it was more of a collaborative process. Everybody just kind of, yes. you know, chimed in and gave opinions and yes. we made decisions. Oh, that's great. That's great. Sorry. All right. So Billy, how do you, you want me to make this up to Billy the Bull? Yes. Yes. If you can, sir. Thank you very much. You know, sir, wrestling is my life. It's not a hobby for me. And in my darkest days, saved my life. Wow. That's... Yeah. Yes, of course. I'm glad to hear that, man. And I'm glad, yeah, you, yeah. glad you pulled yourself out. That's awesome, sir. Thanks for your time. You're the best. You are one of my heroes in wrestling. And I always look up to your career. And thank you for giving your life for the wrestling business. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much, Billy. And you stay well. Pleasure, right? sir. Thank you very much. It's a dream come true. Have a nice day. Thank you, Billy. You stay well. Thank you, David. Thank you, Asylum. You are the best. Thank you very much again. I appreciate it. Thanks, Billy. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Have a, have a nice day. All right. The next gentleman had a poster we mailed in. It was a. It's a. It's not one of the NWO prints, but it's for a Graham Nash, I believe. Uh, Nick labeled it. It might be rolled up still. Oh yeah. All right, we'll bring Graham in. Hey Graham. Yo, how's it going, guys? All right. Hey Graham, how are you? Very yeah, not too bad. Is I just here. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, from. Uh, All right. Years ago, I have to say, Eric, your house is absolutely sweet. <laughs> but that looks that is that is one good house. Oh, that was okay. That was from Liverpool. Yeah, 2019. God, I had so much fun on that trip. Yeah, no, that was that, it was that was cold, but it was good. But um, I remember seeing you in the hotel bar actually afterwards, and you were sitting on your your own briefly and just when I was thinking about coming over I think you got pretty much bombarded by some fans and then you was talking to them so I sort of lost my spot so I didn't come over <laughs> but, um, it is what it is 
But um, no, it's all good. Just um, on that poster, I don't suppose, do you have a white paint pen there at all? Oh, look at that. They don't mess about you. Um, yeah, on that, is it all right to put um, Graham, lots of my name, Graham, and then you should have been the third man in 19... 19- sure. Yeah, meeting you, Paul and Nash. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty incredible that day. Did you get a chance to meet Bret Hart while he was there in Liverpool? Yeah, I've met, I've met him before some years back. But yeah, I did. Um, didn't no, not a photo. It was um, more an autograph I had with him. Um, I think I saw old bar as well afterwards. Oh, that's excellent. On there as well. He's all right to put somewhere. Um, like just like NWO in. Um, NWO Liverpool 2019. Sure. Yeah, you can put that wherever you like on there, really. There you go, my friend. Oh, good stuff there. So that is super. Um, you mentioned uh, Bret Hart there, because I know, obviously, you've not always seen sort of, I don't know, eye to eye or, or what the issues, but did you get to speak to him there? So I remember hearing about one of your podcasts some months back. It that you that you did share a few words of him in Liverpool. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, we sat at the hotel bar, myself, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, and whoever else was there. A couple other people were there, and we had a great time. So, you know, Brett's, Brett's a different kind of cat, you know. Catch him on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, just uh, another question. When you um, brought Warrior into WCW, the Ultimate Warrior, what was um, like other people's reactions like backstage to it, like in terms of because he was always, I think, known maybe to be a little bit sort of reserved to himself or not always the most outgoing or sociable guy backstage. But I didn't know what he was like maybe in WCW during his brief stay there. Well, it was so brief, I don't remember. You know, it's, <laughs> it was as far as reactions go. Um, you know, I think people were. Everybody knew that, you know, Ultimate Warrior was a big name, but everybody also knew his reputation. So I think people were, for the most part, they kind of took a wait and see kind of approach. I mean, it wasn't like everybody was against bringing him in and, Mm. you know, there wasn't a riot or anything like that because we were bringing him in. But I think most people knew that he was a bit of a head case and uh, were, you know, tentatively hopeful it would work out. But I don't think anybody expected that it would. That makes sense. I know we've uh, it's always it's more short stays for him, isn't it? I suppose in a way, but yeah, no, that's no good stuff. But just a uh, last question on there. Say with um, Hogan, if he never joined the NWO, I know it's going to be like Sting, etc. But was there any plans then for what he was going to do with Hogan going forward? Because the red and the yellow, I know. I mean, I still loved it, but I know obviously it was seen as maybe getting a bit tiresome. So was there plans then after he sort of Thunder in Paradise filming or whatever he was doing at the time, if it was the case where, you know, Sting was the third man, was Hogan going to continue sort of red and yellow, do you know? Or yeah. Yeah, just... that was, yeah, that was the thought. It wasn't until Hulk, you know, called me and said, hey, you know, who's going to be the third man? And I said, Hulk, who do you think it should be? And he said, well, I think it should be me. But up until that point, I would have never assumed that he wanted to be anything other than the baby face and the red and yellow. And that's what the plan was for him to continue to do until he kind of changed his own mind. Yeah, no, lucky he changed his mind, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, he would agree with you on that. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, love you to come to the UK with Comrade. You got to bring um, the eighty-three weeks over. I'm not sure what your plans. I know all the COVID stuff, but I know he's been over with uh, Bruce Pritchard before. When in London, I saw one of their shows. But yeah, I love you to bring the podcast over. That'd be a uh, yeah, that'd be top stuff. Love to see you. Yeah, we we do a lot of work with Kenny McIntosh. He's a great promoter over there in the UK. There's a lot of top stuff, and as soon as it's practical, you know, and possible, we'll definitely be coming. Hopefully, we'll hopefully it'll be this year, probably later on in the year. But uh, if not by the end of this year, the first part of next year, I'm sure we'll be back. Yeah, uh, good stuff. No, lovely. Hey, hey. Thanks for coming in, Graham. We appreciate you, buddy. Oh, no worries. NWO, too sweet. <laughs> For life, brother. Thank you. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya, dude. All right, we got Luke. You need a break? Go ahead. I'm going to adjust my lighting here just a little bit. Sure. It's shifting on me. Uh, let's see here. The one guy thought that was your house. <laughs> we'll just let him think that. Yeah. That's as good as it's going to get. All, All right. right. So Luke had the bigger NWO pad, one of those. Looks like a turnbuckle pad. Yep, that's it right there. All right, you're up, Luke. Hey, Eric, nice to meet you. Luke, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm at work, so I'm a little nervous that uh, I'm at a hotel. I'm nervous people are going to check in while I'm meeting you. So I'm going to keep this short. You got a long line ahead of you, I think. Um, do you want to sign the turnbuckle first, or do you want me to ask my question first? I can do both at the same time, brother. I'm a what multi- color you got there? Multi-freaking tasker. Sure. What color is that? White. White, great. That's what I wanted. Can I get a controversy creates cash? Easy E, Easy E, Eric Bischoff. On its way. I'd like that inscribed to me if that's good. Sure. And then then also add the Hall of Fame year. So, Eric, um, controversy creates cash. What do you think? What controversial moment created the most cash? Was it the NWO? I don't think the NWO was controversial. I think it was, you know, it was different and creatively. I think people dug it. I think the most controversial thing that we did um, was giving away WWE's finishes on our live oh, show. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. That was dirty. <laughs> that, 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 that was pissed, awesome, too. That, that pissed a lot of people off, so it worked really well. Yeah. All right, man. We got you covered, brother. Can you throw NWO for life on there? I'm sorry. I here. Yeah, I just wanted to thank you for everything. I thought it was cool bringing Rodman in, bringing in every, all my favorites in. If I can, can I get too sweet with you? There you go, brother. Boom. Hey, it's me, Eric. All right, be have, well, my friend. Have a good day. Good Thanks, luck. Luke, man. See you. Thanks, Gold. See you. All right. So we have. Let's do that. We have Adam Otwell next, and he got your 8x10 collage, which is this one right here. All right. You're up, Adam. Hey, Eric. How's it going? Good, Adam. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Where are you calling from? Where are you coming coming Uh, to? Just outside of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. 
Birmingham, Alabama. My wife and I have been through there a couple times in the last year or two. So nice right. part of the world. Nice part of the world. Um, the uh, eight by ten. Um, I was hoping you could sign it to somebody. His name is uh, Chris George. Um, he's a cancer survivor, and recently he just had brain surgery. And he's one of the most positive guys I know. And he always keeps a positive attitude, no matter what life throws at him. And uh, he's one of the coolest guys I know. Um, hold on one moment. Here's what you're going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this out to Chris. And then you're going to reach out to the guys here at Asylum. And you're going to get Chris's phone number to them. And they're going to get it to me. And I'm going to give him a shout. How's that? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. I did have, uh, some things I wanted to ask you. Um, I feel like I might be the only person who asked this question. Um, my introduction to WCW was through monster jam when there was a lot of WCW monster trucks, uh, Goldberg staying the NWO. The most successful was the Goldberg monster truck, which won the world racing championship in 2000, uh, driven by Tom Mentz. Did you guys ever acknowledge that on WCW programming? I'm sure we mentioned it, but didn't make a real big deal out of it. We were trying to nurture that business relationship and kind of grow it, and it never really got off the ground the way it should have. So I'm sure we mentioned it. We may have even had some footage or thrown up a still or two, but we didn't make a real big deal out of it. Uh, Did you ever uh, meet Tom Mintz? I don't think so. I met the guys behind Bigfoot. Um, I think they were in St. Louis, but I don't think I met Tom. Okay. Um, there was, um, uh, one other thing. Um, I have a sister who's a big fan of Chris Hemsworth and I know he's going to be playing Hulk Hogan in that biopic. Have you uh, met him yet? I have not. I'm looking forward to it, but I have not. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're hoping that movie, you know, COVID kind of put the brakes on, you know, producing big movies, like certain studio movies where there's a lot of computer-generated graphics and images and things like that, CGI. They're still making some of those movies, but this movie's not that. This movie's going to be, it's going to require a lot of, you know, it's in arenas and it's going to require a lot of live, you know, audiences and things like that. So we just haven't been able to move it forward. It's starting, from what I heard in the last week or two, things are starting to open up a little bit. So who knows? Hopefully we'll get greenlit here and get the schedule in place soon. And uh, at some point, I'm sure I'll get to meet Chris Hemsworth, but I haven't, I haven't met him yet. Okay. Um, and uh, lastly, um, when Sting became a born again Christian, um, did his did he seem like a different person um, afterwards? <clears throat> yes, but. Singh was always a very private individual, you know, even before he found Christ and before he kind of turned his life around and, and all that. Um, he, he was a tough guy to get to know. He, he kept things very much to himself. So you didn't really see a big change in him to really long afterwards is when he started feeling more comfortable and confident in discussing it and sharing it with people. But at first, he, he just seemed to be more um, introverted, I think is the best way to say it. But he had been going through a lot of things prior to that. 
you know, prior to becoming born again and prior to, prior to becoming comfortable with that decision and that choice. Um, but he's always been a very private person and always kept, always kept to himself and was pretty much the same way afterwards. But, you know, I just saw Steve uh, Sting uh, a couple of weeks ago in AEW and he's, I, I met his wife and, you know, she's also a born again Christian and they seem very, very happy together. She's from Germany, very interesting uh, woman, but they seemed uh, perfect for each other and very happy. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, when I think about Sting, um, he's one of the few guys that I think um, hardly anyone can say anything negative about. Uh, there's only two people I know of that probably do, two wrestlers, actually. Well, he, he could have worked on his tan. I will say that. <laughs> uh, uh, you curious about what the about who uh, two of those guys might be? Not really. I don't really care what other people think about other people. It's none of my business. Okay. Well, um, it, it was very nice to uh, finally meet you, Eric. Um, yeah. And yeah, I probably was the only person who uh, had that question about the, the, the whole Monster Jam thing. So, um, no, I, and hey, I, you know what I love when I do these things? I love getting a question I've never had before. So good on you, man. Thanks for coming in, Adam. We appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, so, um, Will you? Do you want me to like message you a uh, Chris uh, Chris's like phone number? So, um, yeah, if so you I, could give if you could get it to David, send it to us, Adam, on the store. Email us on the store. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yep. Well, thanks, Eric. Um, uh, hopefully, I'll see you face to face one day. But until that day comes, happy trails to you. Till we meet again. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you very much. All right, we have Hugh next, and he had the 8x10 collage. You're up, Hugh. How's it going? Hi, Eric. Good evening. You all right? How are you, buddy? I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, England, all the way in England. Wow, what part of England? Uh, the northeast, uh, Teesside. Very nice, very nice. Um, I've got a question. Now, you've probably been asked this, so a thousand apologies, but did you ever see the Louis Theroux documentary when he actually, uh, when he was in WCW and, you know, did all of that? No, I never saw that. <sighs> it was, yeah, it just it seemed so strange. I just, I couldn't believe it. But, yeah, he... Uh, he was in the power plant, and they didn't half give him a good beast. And I must admit, it was quite funny to watch. Yeah, no, I never saw that one. Yeah. <sighs> um, and another question: uh, Where have you been to the UK before? What's your favourite thing to do? What was the question again? I couldn't hear you. Oh, um, when you've been to the UK, what's your favourite thing to do? Or is there any way you like to go in particular? Honestly, I love I love architecture. I don't know anything about it. I'm not like a student of it or anything like that. But I love, you know, here in the United States, it's hard to find a building that's more than 200 years old with that, you know. And I love when you go to the UK and, well, throughout Europe. But, you know, I've been to the UK a lot. I love looking at, you know, like the Roman influence on architecture yeah. is apparent. Um, and I, the beautiful, beautiful churches, 
you know, and that's probably my favorite thing other than I like to look for good curry. I'm a yeah. curry eater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know that. I love a good curry. My, my idea of a great afternoon is just to walk around looking at, you know, old buildings and, you know, old architecture and hunting good curry. So that's, that's a perfect day for me in the UK. No, that there that is a that is a good day to be fair, I must admit. <laughs> All right, buddy. We got you covered right here. Oh wow, lovely jubbly. Thank you very much, Eric. All right, Hugh. Thank you very much. You be well. Thanks, Thank you. Hugh. We appreciate you coming in. Good. Thank you. See you after. So long, man. All right, we got Andrew Quinn next. He got the same eight by ten collage. Andrew, you're up. How's it going? <laughs> Great, hey. David. I hope uh, everybody's doing well at the asylum. Thanks for the opportunity, Eric. It's um, it's a it's a great thrill to uh, to talk to you. Um, I've been watching ever since the Monday Night Wars, and um, I've been a fan of you ever since. Every time I hear that theme song, I'm back and I'm better than ever. <laughs> it just gives me goosebumps every time. And, and first of all, congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction. It was well-deserved, and um, it was a long time coming. And I hope you, uh, from a fan's point of view, we longed for it for a long time, and I hope you appreciate it as much as us fans did. Oh, I do very much. Thank you for saying that. But I, I, I was very grateful and still am. By the way, what part of Ireland are you from? I'm from Dublin. Dublin. Beautiful town. Yes, we indeed. We've... Uh, we very much, uh, you know, very much were, were joint at the hip with the UK in terms of our knowledge of wrestling and our passion for wrestling. So, um, very much you so. know, we, we very, we've always been uh, very grateful for that. If yeah. I could ask you one question, if I could ask you one, uh, sorry, Eric, I don't mean to interrupt, but if I could ask you one question, sure. um, you know, you've been part of a generation in professional wrestling, you know, that you've probably worked with a lot of big names, um, but your, your segments and your stuff with the NWO and in WCW, and then your tenure in WWE with your on-screen chemistry with Stone Cold Steve Austin was just magic. You know, is there any favorite segment that you were part of in terms of, you know, when the stars aligned in terms of working with the NWO or Steve Austin, was there one moment that stands out to you? I mean, if I had to pick one moment, it would be the Chuck and Billy wedding when I revealed myself as a perverted yeah. um, as far as a moment. But in terms of what I enjoyed the most, really working with Steve Austin was probably the most fun I've ever had. I mean, the NWO was magic. It's hard, you know, it's hard to compare that because that was more of an idea. I was more involved in that behind the scenes than I was in front of the scenes, even though I was on camera. But working with Steve was pure joy because it was just fun. It was just going out and performing and I didn't have to manage the talent involved and deal with the egos and all that. I just got to go out and be a character. <clears throat> and do it with a guy who is one of the best. And and mm. Steve and I worked well together because he's really good at improving. You know, he doesn't need a script. He doesn't need a lot of direction. He just needs to know what the story is and just let him go. And yeah. I like working like that. And I like working with people that are good at that. 
So that was the most fun I had, truly. Mm. I, yeah, I think that those type of moments is is when you 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 shoot from the hip and you just go with your gut and you know, in terms of emotional storytelling, it doesn't necessarily have to be a wrestling match, but in terms of your on-ring in or in terms of your on-screen chemistry with Steve Austin, nothing really tops that, in my opinion. Um, you both you both gelled very well together, and um, it made for great memories. And as I say, they still live on to this day, and that's the mo- that's the best thing. It still makes me chuckle, and still makes me laugh to this day. And as I say, it, that's the best feeling you can get. Thank you very much for saying that, Andrew. It, it really was the best. We got you covered right here. Yeah, well, if you don't mind, Eric, if you could, I'm sure you, 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 if you could personalize that to me further, if you could, if you could write controversy creates cash um, from Easy E, if, uh, if that's possible, please. Easy enough to do. Indeed. Again, I can't thank you enough. Um, doing this eric um I, I love the podcast and continued success with that and if, if you ever decide to come over when COVID is all over whenever you decide to come back to europe in any way shape or form we'd love to have you here in i guarantee you when when COVID is over and we're able to go back we will be coming back to the uk and dublin will be high on the list of places to be good stuff. sure great to see nwo for life eric thank you very you much much appreciate it Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, David. Thanks, Asylum. See you next time. Take care. All right. Our next gentleman is Glenn. He got two items. He got this 8 by 10 And then I'm going to put my phone as close as I can. Hopefully you can see it. He got Nick sent you some trading cards, little trading cards. And I'm going to put the one he got, if you can see that. I can see it, but I don't recall seeing any of those in the package. So we can always come back to that as well and do Glenn's eight by ten now because I know there's a ton of stuff. All right, Glenn, come on in. We're gonna do your eight by ten now, and then we'll come to the trading cards because there's a ton of stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Eric. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Hey, very, very cool to meet you. Uh, by far. One of my favorite wrestling personalities of all time. I've, I've got Hogan, and then then right there next to him is you. Well, uh, thank you very much, brother. Uh, it was awesome watching you growing up. Uh, back when uh, the Monday Night Wars was going on, uh, I was I was probably in my teens. I was I think I was sixteen in in nineteen ninety eight, and uh, I can remember my favorite moment was uh, when you challenged. Uh, Vince the man to uh, Slambury to have him to come there. And uh, I'll never forget that. Uh, it was just, a, just an awesome moment. That was fun. Uh, I wanted so bad for him to show up, and he didn't do it because I wanted you to kick his ass. <laughs> well, so did I. <laughs> uh, I got a couple questions for you. Uh, one, when you first uh, decided that you wanted to uh, be the main guy in WCW, the head, the head honcho, what was your, uh, what was your thought process, uh, uh in doing that? In, in, I, I'm not sure I understand the question. What was my thought process in, in, in trying to take over the company or becoming the president of the company? Becoming president of WCW. Uh, I mean, I think I believed enough in myself and had enough confidence 
vision I had to make wrestling different than what it was in WCW. Wrestling in WCW had not really changed since the 70s. It got bigger, the lights got, you know, they brought in more lighting, they added production value. But the wrestling itself, the storylines in wrestling hadn't really changed much in the 70s. They were doing a lot of the same things that you could see in Georgia Championship Wrestling or Florida Champ or you know Florida Championship Wrestling. Um, and I felt like if Turner Broadcasting or WCW, in this case, was going to evolve and grow, they had to change the way they presented wrestling. So I, I guess if there was one kind of underlying vision or goal or idea, um, it would be just to change the way we presented wrestling. Uh, and uh, lastly, uh, the uh, I remember the the finger poke of doom, and I just thought I loved it. I thought it was hilarious, and which you know, like I said, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan and, and the Eric Bischoff guy. And why do you think that caused so much heat? Because uh, I loved it. Well, I think a lot of people got with it, but you know, I, I think once the dirt sheets got a hold of it, and you know, kind of put their the thumb on it, so to speak. Um, then that it, it kind of grew from there. The resentment of that storyline kind of grew from the way the media reacted to it. I call them media; it's embarrassing to call them that, but um, the dirt sheets. Uh, it, it became. Listen, I. It's like the BGs. You know, the BGs were cool as shit for a long time. They made a ton of money until. You know, a, a bunch of people came out that were in the music business and started trashing them. And then they became the uncoolest thing in the world. And sometimes it's easy to get uncool when a select group of people want to bury you. And I think that's kind of what happened with that whole storyline or that angle. It became a cool thing to make fun of. But there were a lot of wrestling fans that got it. And, you know, it was just part of a story. It was one page in a book. You know, it wasn't the end all be all. It wasn't a pay-per-view finish. It wasn't, it was just, it was just a, it was a one page of the story is all it was, but it, people like to make a bigger deal out of it. All right, well, that's all I have for you. Uh, I see that you're uh, drinking a Miller Lot tonight. I got, uh, I got one myself. Uh, it's in my uh, Hogan's Beach Shop uh, uh, koozie though. So you can't, it's hiding behind it. So uh, cheers to you, Eric. Cheers to you, my friend. Have a good night. Thank you. Enjoy your summer, my friend. Hey, Glenn, send me a quick message on if you wanted anything special on that card when we get back to them. Okay, I will. If you could personalize the 8x10 to me, to Glenn. Do it right now, my friend. Yeah, and if you if you just wanted the card signed because they're small, that's fine. If you wanted like something on it, let me know. Yeah, I'll just take the card sign. That's better. Work. Okay. Got you covered right here, buddy. All right, thank you very much, sir. Pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting Thanks, you. Thank you. See you, buddy. Bye. All right. Next up is Jeff Martin. He got the eight by ten collage as well. The most popular one, it seems like, thus far. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Uh, try unmuting your mic. We don't hear you. Try now. 
No, we're not hearing you. Maybe unplug your headphones. Gotcha. Now speak. That good? Yep. You're good. Cool. You hear Merrick? I can hear you. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing uh, well, thank you. Um, first, I just want to say it is an honor to uh, get to meet you here. Thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure for me to be here with you. Uh, thank you, and um, congratulations on getting inducted in the Hall of Fame this year as well. Thank you very much, ma'am. So my first question is, when you first signed with WWE, I believe in Oh, two, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Um, how was the interaction between between you and Vince? I mean, was there some type of tension, or or did everything go good? Uh, uh, no, everything went really well. You know, I from the first time that Vince and I spoke on the phone uh, to my time being there, I, I always get along with Vince. You know, I don't want to make it sound like we we're close personal friends because we never were. But in terms of business and just interacting in, in a normal course of business, uh, I, I get along great with Vince. Awesome. That's that's so good to hear. And um. If you were never involved in wrestling, what would you say you would be doing? Jeff, that is a million dollar question. I have no idea. I have no idea what it would be. I've often thought about that. I've asked myself that question and I don't have the answer. So I don't have one to share with you. <laughs> it's hard to say, you know. Um, Really hard to say. Oh, cool. And um, so I um, I know that you appear in AEW here and there, um, mostly in segments with the inner circle. Um, if giving the opportunity. Would you accept a manager role um, with the inner uh, circle? No, I'm kind of over it. You know, I've, I've 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 had a lot of fun doing what I do, and I, I like occasionally showing up. You know, once every couple months, but to be involved on camera on a regular basis, um, I'm no, I'm just not interested in that anymore. Kind of been there, done that. Uh, good. And my final question is, how long did it take for the artist um, to put that whole makeup on for the, uh, for the uh, wedding? That started about 9 o'clock in the morning.
and we were done by about one in the afternoon. So wow. it was a good three and a half, four hours. That's not bad, actually. No, it's not bad at all. But, but no, I had gone to California about a month prior, and they put a, a they made a, a mold of my face. You know, that, that took about two and a half hours. So I guess the whole process was about six hours, but it occurred on two different days. Oh, nice. Well, Eric, um, it was um, nice to meet you and uh, thank you for your time. Thank you, buddy. We got you covered right here, brother. Oh, um, would you mind putting your Hall of Fame on there? Already did. Oh, all right. Great night, brother. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. All right. Our next person is Cody. He got the NWO print. Unmute your mic for us, Cody. There you go. How's it going? How you doing, Eric? Good, Cody. How are you? Good, good. Um, let me get my son in here. Luke, come here. I want to get my real one. Can I get my We're uh, calling you from Grand Rapids, Michigan here, your native what? native state here. Daddy, give me um, Absolutely. You got a whole group. You got a whole, you got the NWO right there under your roof. <laughs> That's hey. right. We've got Madison here and Lucas here. Hi, Madison. Hi, Lucas. Hello. You say hi, Luke? Hi. How are you? Good. Good. What are you guys up to today, Madison and Lucas? You, you causing trouble? No. <laughs> <They're> the lion. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I know many people said it many times. Uh, grew up uh, watching WCW with you, with uh, my father, grandfather. So um, this is really exciting for us here to to finally have an opportunity to talk with you and uh, finally meet you here. Um, so I know you were, you know, born and raised in Detroit. Um, you know, you've had plenty of wrestling questions. Um, do you ever get back to Michigan very much? Or, uh, you know, um, what did you enjoy most about growing up in Michigan? Anything anything that you can speak on that? Yeah, I, I don't get back too often. Um, once every couple of years, it seems like I, I make myself, uh, I, I find myself, you know, back in Detroit. I, I've still got cousins that live there. They tend to come out here. Because it's a little nicer to hang out in Wyoming than it is in Detroit, um, but um, you know, as far as I think one of the things that I I really am grateful for growing up in Detroit was the neighborhood that I lived the neighborhood that I lived in. Um, keep in mind, this is like the early '60s, mid '60s, right? And there were still a lot of people coming in from all over the world to get a job in the automotive industry, you know, in, in the factories. So there were parts of my, you know, neighborhood that was, they were all Polish people and all the Polish, the Polish neighborhood was one part of the neighborhood. And then there were the Italians, you know, then there were the Germans. And because of that, and just the way everything was back in the day, you know, in the summertime, because we, you know, my friends were all, you know, the kids that I went to school with were all from all those different families. Right. So especially the Italians, they were the ones that did it the most. But they'd all grow their own gardens. They'd raise their own chickens. Even in Detroit, where your lot size was, you know, it was like a, a small driveway, but they did it anyway. You know, one family would raise chickens. Another family would grow tomatoes. Another family would grow, 
you know, whatever it is. And then they would all get together on the weekends and cook. And, and in the summertime and into the late fall, especially in the late fall, um, they'd all be outside cooking when the weather is so nice. And you walk up and down the street and you just, it's like being at the World Fair of Food. Right, right. To be able to sample all that food and try. And it was, I mean, my friend's parents didn't speak English. Not not all of them, but some of my friend's parents just, they were literally off the boat. Right. And never learned English, didn't want to learn English. But man, could they cook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my fondest childhood memory. That's uh, good. That's good to hear. It's good to hear. Like I said, I uh, I didn't really know that about yourself until uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, in listening, you talk a little bit about it on uh, 83 Weeks with Conrad. Um, so it was kind of really cool to hear, you know, being being from that area and being from Michigan um, is kind of a cool connection there. Um, you know, quick, you need to answer this real quickly. I know you talked about this a little bit last year, um, but uh you know, WWE recently did the Halloween Havoc with NXT, um, but it seems to be like ever since WWE um, acquired w, uh, WCW, um, they seem to be a little hesitant on embracing that WCW history. Why? Why do you think that is? Oh, I don't think there's a. Re- I don't think they're hesitant to embrace it. I think if if there's a reason for it, it's because. They feel like it's time to move on. Nostalgia plays an important part. You know, even in WWE today, you'll see them recognize nostalgia and, and things from the past in certain in certain pay-per-views or during WrestleMania, it's obvious. Um, but for the most part, I think they're trying to build a, the audience for the future and they don't want to rely too much on traditional things that happened in the past. I, I think that's the answer. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think it's a personal thing. I don't think it's anything like that. I just think it's focus on the future is probably the best way to put it. Move forward. Okay. Yeah, I can understand. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got you covered here. All right. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for the time. All right. Enjoy that army of kids you got going on. I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good night. Thanks, Thanks. Cody. See ya. Yeah. All right. Our next person is Jeff Remington. He got the eight by ten collage. You're up, Jeff. How's it going, buddy? Oh, how are you? Hey, Jeff. What's up, Mr. Bischoff? Just living another day in paradise, my friend. How about you? You and me both. I'm in Kansas City, Missouri, so. Been there. Great place to grab a steak, by the way. Yeah, uh, barbecue. That's what we're known for. Barbecue. Well, you're also known for the mob, believe it or not, but. <laughs> Not everybody knows that. Yeah. Just an honor to meet the legend. Me and my dad used to watch you growing up. And Thank you for saying that. Is your father still with us? No, he passed on Christmas Eve, actually, last year. So... Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's devastating. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But you were always one of my favorites to watch. I... Hopefully one day I'll get to meet you in person, but... I hope so too, my friend. What do you do in Kansas City? I actually uh, am a delivery driver for Amazon. Oh, okay. So you're staying yeah. busy. What's that? You're staying busy. Oh yeah, 
and we're getting ready to have prime week like in two weeks so it's about to get even busier what's prime week oh uh, if you're a prime if you're an amazon prime member you get special deals and all kinds of stuff really so really good. so it's kind of like a little thing they do in the middle of the year Kind of like Christmas, just give everybody a reason to go buy more stuff, right? It's it's almost a Black Friday for the Amazon Prime members. Well, good for you and good for them. The good news yeah. is you're, that you're staying busy. Oh, yeah, we've been busy the whole time during COVID. It's been crazy. You know, people stop going to the stores. We've got people that just order their stuff. They don't even go to the stores anymore. So. Here you All right, man, we got you covered. Um, can you put uh, NWO for life on there and the Hall of Fame in the year? Already did. Oh, cool. Thanks. All right, buddy. You be well. You too. Thank Thanks, you. Jeff. See ya. All right. We got Cheyenne next. He had one of those trading cards that we're just going to do later. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about those trading cards. We don't see them anywhere. Nick says they should be in there in a Ziploc bag. I did not see a Ziploc bag. You know, Lori, you might want to look down at in those boxes down below in case it got. They might have fell under that flap. Yeah. Hey, Cheyenne, how's it going, man? How are you, David? Uh, Mr. Bischoff, how are you, sir? Good, Cheyenne. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm I'm glad you're taking some some time to talk to all of us, including me tonight. How are you? Happy to do it, man. I'm doing great. Well, I uh I got one of those trading cards that can get done at another time, but I'm actually here for something very, very different and for something that I assume you're not going to be asked by anybody else tonight, which you've heard several times, but this time I'm going to deliver. All right. Now you've got my attention, young man. Good, because here comes the elevator pitch. I met you a few years ago, about two and a half. You did the live show with Shivani over here in Brooklyn, New York. And at the end of the show, I won't be offended if you don't remember, you were doing the Q&A as per usual. Don't worry, I'm not the guy who uh, had the hot wife with the gold rose, if you remember that. Just try to trigger your memory. Stay with me, brother. So what I'm getting at here is at the end of the Q&A, I asked you and Shivani and Conrad some advice because I'm an announcer and a manager here in New York, New Jersey, PA. I'm pretty local in the Northeast or whatever. So I'm here now because I recently heard, again, your StarCast 91 podcast, your review from 83 Weeks. 83 Weeks is available where all your podcasts are available. And what I enjoyed about that particular episode was you were getting more analytical about the production and the backstage about it as opposed to the wrestling and the booking and the stories. So for me, that was a standout episode because I'm listening to podcasts, not just for the drama, but to learn the do's and the don'ts to learn. It's I'm looking more for it as honing my niche, learning my profession, honing my craft. So I'm here two years later to ask you, any and all advice for somebody trying to be an announcer, a commentator, a manager in the wrestling business that potentially wants to leave their job and make a living in wrestling? Well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here. We can't do it in this, in this format. But, you know, the one thing I can tell you is that you're in a great area because once, you know, once indie shows start promoting again, and I think it's going to happen sooner than later, I think we found them outstanding. We found the cars. Beautiful. Once COVID lifts, people start touring again, indies start promoting again. Just find a couple of indie promoters that you really work well with, that you trust, that are doing a good job. Even if it means work for free, brother, just get yourself out there, get your face out there, do what you need to do to align yourself with some 
pretty hip, you know, local promotions, and then just start videotaping yourself and, you know, get yourself out there. It's no different than anything else. You just got to market. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm already seven years in and uh, New Jersey's up and running again with indie feds. I just did a show last weekend. Um, New York, it sounds like I don't want to spoil anything or put anybody's business out there. I think New York will be running shows again. Besides upstate, the down down here in the five boroughs, we'll probably start running again in about September. But um, I'm in New Jersey. I'm doing about two or three shows, three to four shows a month. And I just launched a YouTube channel because I'm now I'm taking matches and I'm just commentating them just to have content. Content's a big word. We've been producing content in wrestling for 50, 60 years, but we didn't know that was the word. So now I'm just going to shows, whether I'm doing the backstage stuff or whether I'm doing commentary and I'm taking matches and I'm pumping out content and just kind of, I've been at it seven years. Now I'm trying to go as many places as I can to get my face out there. It's not about money. I learned very early on when you get into wrestling business at the beginning, you're not making a lot of money. Luckily for me, I'm a moron and I just love wrestling. So it's a little different. No, you're already doing it, man. You're doing the right thing. And you sound like a very aggressive and determined individual. And I'm, and I can tell right now, you got charisma. You, you, you like the camera. You're not intimidated by it. So you're on your way, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. All right. That was, uh, that was it. I'm, I'm really here more for, for the experience for the moment. Cause you know, it'll be a while before I see you at a convention or whatever the case may be. So I appreciate any and all advice and I hope to see you somewhere down the road. All right, brother. I look forward to it. Thank you. All right, Thanks, Cheyenne. We'll get that Thanks, card guys. for you. Appreciate you, you always. Now, before we get going, did he have a picture? Just the card. Just the card. All right. Yep. I'm going to take a quick break here. Before before we go, how many more people do you think we have in queue? I have probably about, right now in the backstage area, there's about six people. And then I think maybe four or five more will pop in. And then we'll do the rapid fire stuff with the folks that can't come. So maybe okay. 10 or 11 or so. I'll be right back. So if any of you other folks got any meet and greets, get in now. I upped it by a couple folks just in case you guys plop in. I know there's a few of you that still are cycling in. So, but we're going to cut them off here in a couple minutes after, you know, the six of you, of course, backstage will get to go, obviously. And then a couple more folks that come in. And then once we get to rapid fire, that's it. So, Zach, you're next. Then Marco. I, I always have Night at the Roxbury in my head shift. Don't make fun of me. You know, I got to be entertaining. I got to entertain the folks. Keep them entertained. Me and Cheyenne called some matches. Dondi, there are no more books, unfortunately. I wish we had some more to sell. And you are after Marco. So it is Zach, Marco, and then you. I know you've been waiting for a little bit. <laughs> I 
Chris, you are after Dondi. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. All right, give me one more second. Nope, no rush. Got to get that other beer going. <laughs> All right. All right, Zach Stringham is next. He's got a book that should be labeled Zach on it. Hardcover, softcover? I believe it is a soft cover. I believe it was one of ours. Soft cover with Zach on it. Hey, Zach, how's it going? It is going good. It's kind of crazy to think that uh, back to when I first saw you on TV and now I'm talking to you on my phone. That is bonkers. Well, the fact that when did you first see me on TV? Probably like 96, probably. Yeah. 96. Yeah, and all they had back then was flip phones. Right? Yeah, I I uh, uh, I became a fan of yours through the podcast. It's so good, so entertaining. Probably the only podcast I've listened to every episode of. And I'm starting to listen to Shivani just because I gotta have something to get me through until a new one of yours drops. So I uh, I'm, I'm gonna appreciate I'm gonna it. You, I'm gonna brag about that. Tell me you said that. Tony, the only reasons he listens to you is to get through the day till mine come out. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I never thought that your podcast would not just be entertaining, but like, I'm inspired by it sometimes. I don't know if you know that you do that, but just the honesty and the authenticity and the openness, like that's kind of what I want to be like, and so. I'm regularly listening to that and just feeling encouraged to be the best version of myself. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Well, that's an awesome thing for you to say. And I appreciate that very much. Thank you. So I, uh, I don't know that I really have a question other than thanks for, thanks for that. Thanks for all the entertainment. And I'm looking forward to reading the book. Well, I'm looking forward to sending it to you. That's cool. Thanks so much. Got it signed for you. Thank you very much, Zach. I appreciate it. Thanks, Zach. See you on the next show, man. All right, we have Marco next. He had uh, the 8x10 collage. And he also had a figure where you're in also in that karate outfit. It might be mislabeled to a Dan Gleason, um, but he donated it to the cause and we got it to Marco. And I think Mrs. B has found that one. You're up, Marco. How's it going, buddy? Hey, David. Uh, David, uh, I thought I had option four on the eight by ten. Oh, you want the uh, you want the uh, this one? I'm sorry, the promo. That's fine. Yeah, I rather prefer that one, please. Oh, no worries. Hello, Mr. Bischoff. How are you, Marco? I am so good. Uh, I want to start by saying congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Thank you, buddy. Um, I'm a, I was a, I've been a fan ever since your WCW days. Uh, you know, NWO days and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, you're awesome. So I just wanted to say that. Where are you from? I'm from Illinois. What part? Uh, south suburbs. Um, probably about 45 minutes out of Chicago, south. Okay. Spent a lot of time and, in the country. 
Yeah, this is actually my third time meeting you. Uh, twice I met in person, first time virtual signing. So, um, where did we meet before? Uh, first time was at a promotion. I don't know if you remember. It was in um, let me think, Romeoville. It was Pro Wrestling Blitz. It was a wrestle fest type thing. It was at a big okay. gymnasium. Where was that? Uh, that was in Romeoville. It was it was managed by Tony Scarpone. Oh, I remember that. I had a hard time finding a place to stay that night. <laughs> I ended up staying. I ended up staying in a hotel. It's not a hotel. It was a motel. That was the dirtiest, filthiest. I. It was so bad I couldn't stay because it was in the summertime. It was hot and humid, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the room smelled like mildew and mold, and it was filthy. And I laid down on the bed. And I went, you know what? I can't do this. I actually slept in my car. The room was so nasty. Okay. Are you taking your dog for a walk, or what are you doing there, Marco? He's making a mess in my house. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just kidding. I wasn't serious. <laughs> yeah, he, he got into something that he wasn't supposed to. But anyway, and then the, uh, the second time, I, used, I got my book signed by you the first time I met you, and then and then uh, it was another show I saw you at. It was a crash-tested wrestling show in, um, I think it was in, oh, Lord, Markham, Illinois, I believe. Yep. And then uh, you were there briefly, but I didn't get to talk to you that time. But the first time we got, I got to talk to you, so. Well, yeah. we get to do it again here. Yeah. Now, on the action figure, should I make it out to you, Marco, or make it That's, out to you? Okay, make it out fine. to you. And um, if you can fit uh, NWO for life and just sign it, that'll be fine. I would appreciate that. Done. And then, and then the 8x10 eight, eight to me. And then I would like um, NWO for life, NWO for life on there, your Hall of Fame year. And then just sign. Got it. Great. There's that. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. And then there's that. Awesome. I want to ask you a quick question. Um, how, do you have any memories of your uh, days as general manager of Raw? Because you did you did that job really, really well. I enjoyed it. I mean, I have a lot of memories, all of them good. I had a blast doing it. It was fun to just be a performer and not have to worry about being an executive or being the boss. It's right. not as fun as people think it is. So just to be able to go out and be a performer and work with a bunch of really, really talented people is was nothing but fun for me. Did you uh did you have anybody in particular you, you enjoyed work enjoyed um um traveling with or being with when you were in the in the NWO? I didn't travel with anybody. You know, I, I oh, okay. I, I, I you know, I didn't do road trips, I didn't travel, you know, on the road from town right. to town and that kind of stuff. So no. All right. Well, I won't keep you on I won't keep keep on too long because there's a lot of people I want to speak to you but it's nice meeting you again Eric and uh, like I said congrats on your hall of fame and you take care be blessed and hope to see you soon again in person one day you will Marco thank you very much I appreciate that All thanks right. Marco see you okay, thank you David take care alright we have Mr. Don D next he had one of the cards we'll cycle back to those when we do the rapid fire alright hey can you hear me Dondi, I can hear you. I can see you. We're wow. in business, brother. Man, thanks. This is a tremendous honor uh, to meet you too, Mr. Gold. I, you know, we talk on Facebook and social media all the time, so it's cool to actually see your face and talk to you as well. Uh, 
Mr. Bischoff, first, I want to say thank you, because uh, I use your TED Talk in my classes. I teach college classes, uh, sociology and history, and uh, oftentimes my introduction to sociology class, I'll use your TED Talk on the media images and professional wrestling in the news media and how they interact. So that's given me some content for those classes. So I don't know if you're going to do any more of those, but you really ought to consider it, because it was a really, really well done speech. Yeah. Thank you, well, you got a cheerleader in the background. Oh, my son. Yeah, he's <laughs> over there playing with his brother. Yeah, that's awesome. Hard. That's awesome. I'll see if you can see them. Yeah, there they are. Yeah, he's jumping oh, on his sister. That's awesome. Well, no, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for saying that, man. I mean, uh, the TED Talk was something that I was excited about doing, and I actually go back and look at it every once in a while because it's more true today than it was back then. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. And that's what I point out. You know, a lot of my students have these emotional connections to these stories that they really haven't read. They just see one or two images on the news or one or two lines in a the headline of a paper. And they're like, this is horrible. And it's like, did you read it? And, you know, is it supposed to sell you on something? What does the actual article say? And most of the time they have no idea. So it's phenomenal. And I really, really like that speech. Well, thank you. It, it, it is, it, to me, it's frightening. And I'm I'm going to take just a minute here to give you kind of an example. When I was over in Pyongyang, North Korea in 1995, you know, we were there. And obviously, there was the state media followed us everywhere. It was one big propaganda push by the North Korean government. And I'll never forget that we were taken to a, a site. And it was a historic building, a statue or monument, I guess it would be called. But it was a replica of the Arc de Triomphe in Paris, right? Yes. It was a smaller version of it, but it looked exactly the same. And the North Korean tour guide, I guess, whatever that really was, but the government version of a tour guide, was <laughs> explaining to all of us how this monument was built to commemorate the 50 or 75,000 North Koreans that were killed in a bombing raid by the American Air Force, all right? Oh, wow. And then she went on to explain to me how, and this was during World War II, how the North Koreans, now this is the important part of this, how the North Koreans defeated Japan to win World War II. Oh, wow. So according to the North Korean media, students that are in that were, you know, grade school growing up, all of them are taught the North Korean version of world events. And they believe it. They're, yeah. they're completely brainwashed. The propaganda that exists in North Korea is so profound and so constant. There's no outside influence anywhere. You were taught what the state wants you to believe and know. And they all believed it. So, you know, when I look at what's going on now here in the States, it's like, what are we teaching kids? You know, yeah. are we teaching them yeah. real history? Are we teaching them fake history? Are we teaching them more to care about your feelings than about facts? I mean, yeah. it's kind of scary. And I would imagine you being on the front lines as a professor, deal with that every day. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of students, like I said, who have these, you know, built-in biases and we all have them so i don't fault them for it but oftentimes they'll they'll cite stuff that is just propaganda the word that you use and it's actually the right word um a lot of propaganda from stories that really don't 
deal in facts and because they read it once and it's on social media now it's in the news now um it's cited somewhere else i say well it's a legitimate source and it's like well no not really it's not and you know i try to give them the benefit of the doubt but it is what it is you know it's they're young and they're learning it's really to me it's frightening you know because mm-hmm. if you if you don't have have an educated society yes you know, growing up you know first of all they're not learning anything you know, and in the way they should, you know, if you look at where the United States stands, for example, in math, you know, mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the world, we're, oh, like, yeah. we're like number 14 or 15 compared mm-hmm. to the, you know, yeah. uh, societies like ours or science were even less. Like, wait a minute, we keep falling farther and farther and farther behind in education. You know, it's and, and, and now we're filling people's heads full of nonsense, really, that's all designed to make them emotional so they're easier to control, make them afraid, make yeah. them feel, you know, like somebody's after them, make them feel like they're gonna be a victim of something. It's kind of scary. I don't I don't know how this all works out. Neither do I long term. I just I sort of worry about that. And again, that's why I stay teaching. I, you know, have multiple jobs and this by far is my most rewarding one. Um and so we'll see. I hope, you know after this COVID stuff and people get to see more news and, you know, they've had chances to read books because a lot of people have been sort of stuck in. Maybe they'll have a different perspective, but who knows, right? Donnie, what do you, what do you teach? I teach history and sociology. So um, actually the other reason why I wanted to meet with you is because um, I'm interested in knowing what books I should be reading. I'm potentially putting together a special topics course on either the history of professional wrestling or, you know, media images and professional wrestling and i know that you get a lot of these you know no one's asked you this question before or not but i wasn't sure what books you read and what kind of books that would you know be beneficial for students to read in that particular aspect i don't read a lot and i'm embarrassed okay. to say that oh, don't uh, be don't be i i i haven't the last book i read and, and i read it i know i haven't read it in about five years but i've read it several times over the course of the last 20 years uh, it was Bury My Heart and Wounded Knee by D. Brown. I have that, yeah. It's it's an amazing book, and I think it's something that everybody should read and be aware of okay. and understand. Um, but as far as a wrestling book, you know, Guy Evans wrote the uh, Nitro, The Incredible Rise, Inevitable Fall of Tim Turner's WCW. He did a phenomenal job doing the research. He's a legitimate journalist, not just a a guy with a keyboard, you know, and a laptop. Okay, yeah. Legitimate j- journalist that did a ton of research and interviewed some of the top executives in Turner, Time Warner, uh, and AOL and got their insights and their inputs. Okay. That would be a good one to take a look at. Okay, perfect, man. Um, are you going to be in the Kansas City area ever? Not ever. I mean, but for like any meet and greets personally or not, not there's nothing on the books now, but you know, there hasn't been in over a year. So hopefully soon. Okay, cool. All right. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you very much, David. I appreciate you as well. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for coming in, man. Oh, thank you for having me. Have a great day. Donnie, keep, going, man. keep on teaching brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Our next gentleman is Chris Bailey. He got the NWO print. You are up. Right, we can do that.
Chris? Can you hear him okay, Eric? Talk again, Chris. Can you can you guys hear me now? Perfectly. Yeah, me now. Okay. <laughs> how are you, Chris? Um, good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I I, I want to uh, take a little bit of time and 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 say thank you for doing this. Um, I'm a huge. I've I've been a huge fan of you for. I don't know, 25 years now. Whenever you, whenever you came in, and uh, I was telling my wife, you know, my my wife, I've been with her for for 10 years, and I've done a I've done a lot of these meet and greets, and she goes, "Well, here, who is this guy?" And I said, "Oh, he's probably the most important person when it comes to wrestling." Well, that's kind of you to say. Thank you very much. Um, Where do you live, Chris? I live in Massachusetts. What part? Uh, Western Mass, kind of like near Connecticut. Okay. On the West Coast, or not the coast, but the West Side. But um, we have we have a lot of uh, uh, wrestlers that come around here. So like uh, Nash and Hall are coming here in a couple months. Um, we have Kane come in, and I, I I wondered if like if you would be open to do like stuff like that, like travel around, just do like random meet and greet signings and stuff you know i have been doing it up until covid i was doing them for a couple of years I'm, I'm trying to wind down now a little bit i live i live in wyoming in the middle of nowhere um wyoming just outside of yellowstone national park so for me to travel anywhere it, it it's a 10 or 12 hour day for sure sometimes it's more than that so i, I i'm kind of overall I, I like being home. I, I got a, an amazing wife and a great dog and a beautiful home, and I kind of like where I am. So, yeah, I mean, why not? Kind of slowing down a little bit on the personal appearances, but I, I'm sure I'll make some. Um, but I am slowing down quite a bit. We have a, a huge uh, market here for wrestling. There's a, a like three or four different uh, independent wrestling organizations within an hour of where I live and uh, we get a lot of people coming through like Jerry, the King does one here, uh, not here in Mass, uh, but in Connecticut. Um, we get lots of, lots of names come through. So. Well, you never know. I could be one of them. You could be. And I would like to see that, but no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, I'm going to finish this up for you. What do you do in Massachusetts? I make uh, specialty adhesives. So stuff for like medical business and uh, gaskets and stuff. Okay, cool. We got you covered right here, brother. Appreciate that. All right, my man. You enjoy the rest of your evening with your bride. And uh, looks like you got some pretty nice weather outside. So enjoy it. Not, not terrible right now. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you, uh, Asylum and, and Eric. Thank you for taking your time out of, of your day to come and do this. Chris, you, it was Chris. a pleasure meeting you, man. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. All right. Our next person is Sam. He got one of those slam buddies. Slam buddy. Sam, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Good, Sam. How are you? Pretty good. Good morning from Japan. Oh, you in Japan? Yeah. What are you doing in Japan? Are you in the service? I'm in the Navy. 
Very cool. Thank you, man. Thank you for what you do. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, Where are you stationed in Japan? Uh, Yokosuka. We're about like an hour-ish from Tokyo. Okay. How long have you been there? Um, about two years. We got another year left. Do you like it? Yeah, it's nice. People here are good. Culture is really great. Really safe. Food is awesome. <laughs> the curry, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love the food in Japan. Yeah, it's nice. Um, uh, for my question, uh, I just got back into collecting wrestling figures uh, thanks to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Um, who's for the Eric Bischoff figure? Are you a free agent, or does anybody own the rights for Eric Bischoff figure currently? Um, actually. As of about 10 days ago, WWE, I just signed to deal with WWE um, for action figures. So um, hopefully there are going to be some new ones coming out. Okay, cool. I, I suspect that's going to be the case. Okay. Otherwise, you wouldn't have reached out to me. They don't like to throw money at me just because they like me. So <laughs> I'm sure there was a reason for it. All right, man, we got you covered right here. Okay. I had to set my mic because that's the only thing you could see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. Thanks really again. Appreciate you, buddy. Much respect. See you, buddy. All right. Our last person of the night is Jasper. And then we'll do the rapid fire signatures of the folks who could not make it. Jasper got this 8 by 10. And you are last, but certainly not least, Jasper. Yes, I, I, I do you hear me? Can you can you hear me? I can hear you clearly, Jasper. How are you? So I'm I'm calling you as you can see in the night from Berlin, Germany, or I'm sitting three hours on the balcony right now. But uh, um, yeah, I really appreciate what you have done for uh, our business, what you have done for me personally, and um, I have just two quick questions for you, and one small note maybe quite interesting. Uh, the first question would be uh, who was the lead responsible person to authorize Panini for, for the sticker albums in 98 or 99, I don't know. Because as I, as, as I uh, bought a sticker album with those stickers, um, there are all X's inside this, this, this album. Uh, maybe I can show you. For example, there is a sticker, uh, XXX gets stung. And this is obviously uh, Hollywood Hogan at Stargate 98, so as uh, Stargate 97. And you see a couple of, of pictures inside this album with all X'd, and I don't know who authorized this. Uh, this is just a heavy question, which is on my chest, and I wanted to uh, bring it to you. I'm pretty certain that the answer is that when we signed in a, a licensing agreement with a card manufacturer or a game manufacturer or any third party merchandiser, we enter into a licensing agreement with them. They then execute on that licensing agreement. So that would have probably been the result of a decision that was made within a company that was not part of WCW because we didn't manufacture that. We licensed it out to other manufacturers. So next time, better not Panini, I think. Yeah, <laughs> lesson learned, right? So, uh, this, the second question would be um, more interesting to me. 
uh, when you started this uh, Monday Night War thing in, in the mid-90s, um, would you more focus on setting trends or building on trends? Setting. Setting. I, I, I literally made a list of as many different ways that I could think of to be absolutely different than the WWE, not to be like the WWE or try to be better than the WWE, but to be completely different than the WWE, which is essentially setting a trend, not building on somebody else's. So, um, yeah, obviously uh, being different than WWE, but um, I heard from your 83-week uh, podcast that you were um, looking to NBA, to MTV, and so on, and how the society was changing in the mid-90s, and you, you copied maybe some of those elements into the wrestling society and and try to to put it put it on the card um yeah that i mean that was more marketing and promotion than it was trying to set a trend you know i was taking advantage i was trying to build an audience you know if you can imagine you wake up on a monday morning and there are 1,000 wrestling fans around the world well the, my job was to make that 1,500 or 2,000 or 2,500 mm -hmm means you've got to be able to find a way to reach those people and let them know that your product exists and get them to sample that product. So by bringing in a Dennis Rodman or Carl Malone or whoever we, whoever we brought in from different sports that were hot at the time, you're, you're bringing their fan base over to your product and allowing them to sample it. That was really more marketing than it was anything else, our promotion, really. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, okay. Thanks. Um, just one more note. Um, I just wanted to tell you how much you did educate me as a young person, because I think this is an aspect nobody really talks about when, when he, uh, someone is talking about wrestling is the education thing, because I'm from Germany and I'm not, um, uh, I'm, I'm not the guy who has to know which city is in which state and, and the languages and so on. But I learned a lot, uh, through watching wrestling in the mid-90s as a small child, uh, as speaking English, for example, uh, knowing which state is in which direction and so on. Uh, just want to tell you that this is a big factor for me as well. And nobody really appreciates it because we can learn a lot of, from wrestling uh, for life, for life. So, <laughs> yeah, very good. Thank you very much, Jasper. I appreciate that. I'm going to sign this and show it to you real quick. Thank you. Could, could you please uh, uh, put a phrase for me on that on that card? It says um, 7.5 million bread question mark. I think you told that Bret Hart on the Nitro before Starcade 97. What, what, what did I? It, what you, did I... you just told him because he, he wanted to show you that he would be a neutral referee for your match against Larry Zbysko. And you just told him 7.5 million bread. And it's just a phrase that, which keeps <laughs> his uh, paycheck, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's how much I paid you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Like that. That's how much I paid you. Sit down and shut up. Do your job. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> okay. I want some right. money. You got to go, Jasper. Thank you very much for meeting you, and I uh, really appreciate everything you've done for, for us. Thank you, Thanks, Jasper. Jasper. Thank you. Bye. See ya. All right, do you want to use the restroom before we start ripping through all the stuff that people couldn't come, or? How are you doing, huh? I was, I was still doing more of this. Yeah.
We're just going to sign now. We're not going to be doing any interviews. No more meet and greets are done. We're just going to do the folks who couldn't make it. It is a good, it is a decent amount, but we get through it pretty quick because I have everything labeled. So if you need to take All a couple right, minutes. Let's, let's just knock it out. Okay. So in this portion, we zoom you in because there's no reason to see me. So that way you can just hold up the item after you sign it. The first item, Shiv, if you can pop these up for me, please, while I'm talking through the list. The first item will be an 8x10 collage. All right. That one. And we're going to make this to Zach, Z-A-C-H, and you'll just sign it. All right. Next one is going to be a melon from a Christopher Copeland. Should be labeled Chris Copeland or Christopher Copeland. What is it we're looking for? Let me verify. One second. We can go to the next one while I verify that. There should be an NWO belt. That is a shop, another shop one. And I believe it's labeled to Matt Aldwinkle. Coming right up. You'll just sign it, and that would be it. Yeah. Yeah, those belts are heavy, yeah. Do I make it out to somebody or just sign it? Just sign. Yep. All right, the next one will be an 8x10 NWL. You'll just sign it. All right, sorry you couldn't be with us, Matt. Next one will be one of those NWO banners. The big ones. Thank you. And you'll just sign it and then write, bite me. <laughs> what a weird way to make a living, right? Yeah. That's not the weirdest inscription we've been asked for, that's for sure. Here you go, right. Bruno. Next one will be a 10 collage. And we'll make that to Scott and just sign. And give it a give them like a second hold up when you're done so they can come back and watch the video later. There you go. Perfect. All right, our next one will be one of each. It'll be a collage and the NWO. He'd like you to sign both of them and then write raw fears ratings. <laughs> I mean, you did beat him for what, 83 weeks? <laughs> yeah, the... Uh... They wish they had ratings like they used to have. Oh, yeah. The ratings are pretty rough now. That's for sure. Getting ugly out there. 
It's the storytelling. They're not building the characters. It's a lot of, you know, no storytelling behind it. They just throw them in matches and then on to the next guy. Yeah, and it all happens so fast. Right. Our next one should be a book labeled to Chris Taylor. Come on up here. Give me a come on up here. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Whoa. Dog's like finally. <laughs> She's hungry. <laughs> is what yep. Mine's been mine heard me get up for a second and ran up here. Like, is it time to eat? <laughs> All right. That's fine. As long as there, there's one with a little damage on the corner, it won't be that one. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. It, it, unfortunately, the, the postal service guy left the box in the water in the rain. This one you'll just sign. This one I just signed? That's correct. All right, next one will be the NWO black and white, eight by 10. And we're gonna sign that to Brandon. And he'd also like you to write official DJ of the NWO. Did you want, do you want shots of these? Yep. Anything you sign, hold them up for us if you can. All right. All right. These next ones, if you just want to grab a few of them, it's going to be four of the 11 by, it's going to be five of the 11 by 17 NWO prints. So we can just have all of them ready. One, actually it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of the prints. We'll do those all back to back to make it easier. And I believe they all should be signed by uh, Nash and uh, and uh, who else? Buff. Yeah, some of them um, say to certain people, so that's uh, okay. He's going to sign them all. Yep, Eric is just going to actually and um, yep, every single one will just sign. Yep, so you can just sign seven of them. That'll be fine. I didn't count them, but hopefully there's seven. Yeah, you can just sign them because they we already got them in you know to to who the person was when Buff did them, okay. so it just made our lives a little easier. There is going to be one for a Danielle that we need to put an inscription on. If you see one for Danielle, it's on the bottom. Yeah, there's this one's to Corwin. That yep, just, that one's just signed. This one's to Brandon. Yeah, when you get to the Danielle one, I'll ha I'll give you the little inscription she wanted. That's Danielle. Okay, Danielle, you'll add on there Wolfpack for Life and sign. She was probably a Wolfpack fan from what I can tell. You think? <laughs> Looks that way.
right. All right. Next one, we're going to do one NWO eight by ten and one collage. And we'll make both of those two Patrick and signed. And if you just want to auto write your Hall of Fame and NWO on them, that'd be great because mo that's what most people want. <laughs> Okay, we got that one. What was the other one? A collage. And we got that one. There we go. All right, our next one is the NWO 8 by 10 again, and we'll make that to Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S. A viewer says your hair is majestic. <laughs> <laughs> And white. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Our next one will be that same print, NWO, and we'll make that two Bob. There we go, Bob. All right, our next one will be the original promo 8x10 reprint, I should say. This one? And we're, yep, we're going to make that to Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N. Oops. All right, next one will be another paperback book. It, it might be labeled to Ryan on it. Thank you, babe. All right, we're going to make that to Ryan signed and then NWL for life with the Hall of Fame year. Oh, yes, he is, Dan. <laughs> there you go, Darren. Gotcha. All right, our next one will be the collage 8 by 10 and we'll make that to Sean, S-E-A-N, and signed. I got you, Glenn. We'll have him sign the back. No worries. Thank you for letting me know. All right, next one will be the 8x10 NWO. And we'll have that to Nick. 
Someone asked if you have any of your leather jackets from your NWO days for sale. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have anything. I didn't keep a thing. There you go, Lee. Some lucky collector out there probably has it already. Some lucky thief. One of them was stolen. Yeah, one of them, the original one was stolen. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, our next one is the 8x10. Show them this one, Shiv, with the logos, because we didn't do that one much. That one. And we're going to make that two Randall, R-A-N-D-A-L-L. This is the fun part because you're like, you know, you're almost done, right? <laughs> when the meet and greets are done and you're just signing what's left. There you go, Randall. All right, our next one are two of those smaller pads that have WCW on them. And I believe they're already signed by Ron Simmons. I also think we mailed you the most boxes we've ever mailed, by the way. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great thing. It also shows that you're right. You don't do conventions much anymore. No, and I'm going to be doing far less. So. There's only one WCW signed by Ron Simmons. Left. We've only got one signed by. Okay. And then if there's the other ones, you can just sign them all. Okay, you can just sign those. We can do them all now and get them knocked out. All right, we got that one. Beautiful. Just signed? Yep, just signed. Yeah, they don't want personalizations because it takes up room. They're going to get a bunch of guys and gals to sign those. You know what's fun is when I do these, knowing that, I sign my name really freaking big. Everybody <laughs> else that comes after me has to do it really small because I've, I've, I've been the last one to sign something. It's like, what? Where do you want me to put it? Yeah. We've been there where he's like, he can fit it where? <laughs> There's no room. Oops, sorry. Boom. There we go. All right. Our next one is the 8x10 NWO. We'll make that two Kyle, K-Y-L-E. Thanks for the cheap plug, Dave. He appreciates when he gets a cheap plug for his 83 weeks podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Boom. There you go, Kyle. All right, our next one, uh, it should be a, there's a book, I believe, and it might be labeled Lizzie or Elizabeth. Luke says, thank you for signing his pad super big. He appreciated it. <laughs> she said, you can just sign it and then put to Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. She was on earlier, the one from Fairfax, Virginia. She forgot yeah, she had no, this. One of our first ones. Yeah. I told her, don't worry. We have you on the list. We're going to hit it later. 
right. Next is an eight by 10 uh, collage. And we'll also make that to Lizzie. Nice job, Nick, labeling most of it, too. I know it was a ton of stuff. Oh, there you go. Next is another book, and it should it could be labeled to um, Stephen on there. Yep, that's it. I love when they do that. It makes our lives easier. Sorry you couldn't be with us, Steve, but we know you get a bunch of stuff signed. There you go, Steve. Thank you. Our next one is a bigger turnbuckle pad. We'll go ahead and just knock all these out now. We'll do all the turnbuckle pads. All right. This one will just be signed with NWO and Hall of Fame here. Same thing on the next one. Same thing on the next one. Next one will be just sign and write just NWO for life. Next one will be to Kevo the Barber, K-E-V-O. Next one will just be the same, signed in NWO for life. Are we almost done? On the turnbuckle pads or on the signing stuff? On the signing stuff. Almost. We're getting there. All right, next one will be to Randall. On the uh, pad? Pad, yep, R-A-N-D-A-L-L. -L. And then whatever else you signed was fine.
see. And then the rest of them just signed all the same. cards at one time. I'll save those. You're the king of uh, merch. Well, then. Yeah, the other thing that pisses me off is that Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan are all making royalties off this stuff that people are buying with NWO on it, and I'm not. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Why don't they should pay you for it? That's all right. I'm good with it. Yes, Dean, that's all that's available that's left, whatever's on the site. All right, enough of the pad. We got those docked out. All right, next will be two Hall of Fame collages. And we're going to put two Fernando on, on one of them. F-E-R-N-A-N-D-O. Mm -hmm. And he'd like you to write founder of the Monday Night Wars in your Hall of Fame year. I know you said silver Fernando, but that color that he's using looks better. Trust me. Yeah. It shows yeah. up. And on the second one that he got, no personalization, but write the same thing. Founder of the Monday Night Wars in your Hall of Fame year. I overrode you on this one, Fernando. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next should be, there should be a WCW belt. I believe it's labeled to Robert. Uh, Rob? Yep. And you'll just sign it and put your Hall of Fame here. You should get royalties on anything for WCW, in my opinion. I'll send it on the back. Here. Oh, does he want it on the front or the back? 
If you can fit it in between the buttons, they display it in their collection with it faceward. So it's okay if it's small. I think there's an, another WCW belt. It might be labeled to Steve. Yep. Signed in Hall of Fame. Same thing. have to put the wife on the payroll <laughs> she's working hard she already is we share the same payroll All right, the next thing is the eight by ten um with the logo, show them that one again, Shiv. We'll make that to Nate and just signed. To Nate? Yep. All right, next is that book that has like the damage on the corner. No, he purchased it that way. He mailed in his book late. We told him this was the only one we had. So we're going to make it to Sean, S-H-A-U-N, and just signed. Yeah, he mailed his book, and it got to us yesterday. And we said, you know, it's too late. All right. All right, next thing is the 8 by 10 NWO. We'll make that to Mark. M-A-R, let me make sure I spell his name right. Give me one second, sorry. It's M-A-R-K, and he would like you to write to Mark, N-A-N-G-I-E, -A -N -G -I -E, and then you just put best wishes, easy E. Next one is a, it looks like a belt, but it's like a kid's belt, like a, more like a toy belt. And I think it might be labeled Eric on it. It's, it's got NWO on it. Look at, look this is what I got. Signatures. Let me see it. Yep, that's it. That's it. Yep, that's it. Um, we're just going to uh, sign it and put your Hall of Fame here. I think he got that off the shelf at uh, Walmart or Target. They were selling those for a while. 
Another thing you should have gotten royalties on, right? <laughs> Don't keep reminding me. It made me feel bad. All right, we got that. All right, next thing is a 8 by 10 collage. We'll make that to Rami, R-H-A-M-E-Y. What is it, R-H-A? M-E-Y. Next one is the NWO print, and he'd like it to be signed in gold if you have a gold ready. And he's he wants you to put two coop C O O P and just sign it. C O O P. Yep, you got it. All right, next gentleman, he got an NWO one and a collage. And we'll put on the NWO one to Alex and signed. And then on the other, you can just sign it. <clears throat> Two of these? Yep. There you go, Alex. All right, next one is another collage and another NWL. And on each one, you'll just put two Dan and NWL for life. There you go, Dan. There you go, Dan. Perfect. Next one is the collage again and would like it in gold. This is the last collage. Okay. That'll work. It'll have to. <laughs> and in gold, and who do I make that in? To Enda, E N D A. And then she'd like you to write NWO Ireland for life. Oh, happy to do that. There you go, Enda. See you soon. All right. We're going to do three straight um of the promo reprints and all of them will just be signed talking about these right yep yeah fernando eric is a class act and he's been he, very patient with very patient with our with the amount of signatures we had There you go. All right, next one will be that same one. And he would like you to put two Mark, M-A-R-K, 
and he'd like you to write, I beat Vince 83 weeks in a row. And then he'd like your Hall of Fame year. You got it, Mark. All right, our next one will be the NWO 8x10 and one of the logo ones. Show them the logo again, Shiv. And we'll make both of these to Steve. Steve, there you go. Perfect. All right, next one will be the same one after that. Wait a minute. Go ahead. What? Yep, that one is good. Mm -hmm. to That's Steve. to Steve. Yep. Next one will be that same one. He would like you to write to Alan, A-L-A-N, and then he wants you to write monster trucks were a great idea. Just to give you an update, we have 15 more to go. And then those All little right. cards. And then there's like two items or three items that's ours, and those can be signed off camera. They're not important. They're ours. So. All right, next one is going to be, it was a mailed-in promo and a poster from a Francisco. I don't know what that means. It's like a poster, poster size. I believe it's around 11 by 17. And it's, it looks, I think it's labeled Francisco. And he says it was like in a big flat box, larger size. I think it was one of your most recent boxes that came. And we can come back to that if we need to. My friend Javi, so that that's in a lot was in a large flat box. This okay. is to my friend Javi. You would have been great in the NWL. Yeah. Yep, we can sign that one.
<laughs> One of the fans asked, how much does Miss B charge for her auto? <laughs> She's thinking about it. All right, there we go, Avi. Perfect. Any other posters? There was only that one big one that you signed early on. There are no other large posters. All right, we're missing a poster. Okay, we can always cycle back on that one. Was there any more of that promo that you just had like that or any other original promos? Somebody that sent these in, I guess. In. Yep, those are it. Those are absolutely it. Okay. So, one is one labeled Tyler. Yeah. This one right. What's he want on it? Give me one second. I'll pull it up now. My apologies. No worries. Okay. Give me a second. I got it. Rocky sent it because he couldn't make it. Okay, you can sign it, put your Hall of Fame year in NWO for life. No personalization. I'll do that. Yeah, hold that one up for us real quick. Uh There you go, Tyler. Just want to be sure. All Anything right. On that one. I got two here for Nelson. Yep. And let me tell you, Nelson sent me how he wanted it signed. He said, this was a gentleman from earlier. He said, if you have blue, that would be great. He said, oh, how good it is to be king, signed, and then easy -E Hall of Fame. Okay. What is, what? I'll repeat, sorry. He said, oh, how good it is to be king. I know, but I can't say blue on. Yeah, blue won't look good on that. Let's do the um, white color that looks really good on that. I don't know why he thought blue would look good. Blue on blue won't work. Come on, big girl. All right, what do we what do we want on here? He wants, oh, how good it is to be king. Your signature, and then Easy E Hall of Fame.
right. How about the second one? Same thing? Yep. There we go. Getting the contact type for spelling this paint pen. <laughs> All right. Our next one is a collage, uh, not the collage, but the original promo, the reprint of the original promo. And we'll just make that to Ryan, R Y A N. Jeffrey says, take Miss B to a nice dinner for helping out. I think that's what's on the agenda. Ryan and just uh just a signature? Yep. There we go. Here we go, Ryan. All right, our next item is a mailed in, it looks like an art plaque and it has like Doug Brewer on it. Brewer's got a comic book inside. Yep, and, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly it. You got it. And if the instructions are outlandish, which he sends in outlandish instructions, just sign it with your Hall of Fame year and NWO for life. Don't write 100 words if he put 100 words on there. Yeah, I don't know how to get it out of there. Miss B to the rescue. She is. And I don't know if we would have known how to get it out of there either. And I get this signed in white pen from Mr. Easy E, Eric Bischoff, at, at the top above Kevin Nash's head. So right up there. Oh, so he didn't go too ridiculous then, it looks like. No, just Mr. Easy E, Eric Bischoff. I guess he's just saying your name. I don't know if he wants you to say Mr. Easy E or just sign Eric Bischoff. It's not really clear. I would put Mr. Easy E and then sign Eric Bischoff under it if it has room. If not, Mr. Easy E is fine. I think you can make it work. <laughs> Lee said he doesn't think Eric's going to be able to use the cutlery correctly after all the signings he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Better make it pizza. There you go. There we go. Perfect. All right, next will be the reprint promo. He'd like it in white, which is fine, because it'll look good on that. And he'd like you to put sign it and put NWO for life in your Hall of Fame year. AJ, no, we cannot do that right now unless we have a future show with Eric. Thank you. What does AJ want to do? He's asking if he can mail an 8 by 10 sign to you later on. And oh. if we do another show down the line with you, he absolutely can. Absolutely. All right, next one will be the logos 8 by 10. 
Shiv will put that up on the screen. That one. And then it'll be an NWO print, so that's good. You had that already. On the logos one, if you can put to Steven and sign. And on the NWO one to Jason. I believe it is, Jeff. This is your first virtual you've ever done, isn't it, Eric? No, I did one more um, for, uh, God, I can't remember the name of the company. So stuff, man. I'm kind of burnt out right now. But no, I did another one uh, last fall. Kevin okay, next, okay uh, these the 365 yep. yep next one will be the that same promo and we'll do just sign it and write too sweet in your Hall of Fame year Got that. All right. Next one will be the NWO one again to John. Just a signature? Yep. There you go, John. All right. Next one will be that same one just signed. go mm. all right we'll do another nwo one he just wants you to sign your name and your hall of fame year there you go brother Perfect. all right next one is that same uh nwo one and we'll do two tad t-a-d NWO for life. There you go, Chad. Boom. Next one is we'll do two NWO ones. These are the last two. Perfect. One is going to be two oh, Joe. Actually, there's only one NWO left. Okay, so we'll do one NWO and then one uh, original promo. All right. On the NWO one, you'll write um, to Dave, NWO for life. And the next one, the promo one, will be to Joe NWO for life. That one. There you go, Joe. 
All right. Next one is going to be the eight by 10 with the original promo again, and you'll do two Brad NWO for life. go brad all right and that's it for our eight by tens all we should have left over there now are the little trading cards we should have a few of those yep i'm over knock them out mm-hmm there should be one i think that has instructions on it to a don Oh, I know, they're a mess. I look like a fucking rodeo clown. <laughs> yeah, those paint pens can be. Yeah. All right, so you just want these signed? Yep, just sign them. Okay. And I think there's one labeled with instructions for a Don Mills. This one, I'm trying to get it out of the tape. Nick says, sorry, he taped it really good. Didn't want it to fall out. You did a great job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and this one says Don Mills. Paul, it, gold wouldn't have looked good on that 8 by 10 We did it in white because it pops. We find any color that will pop. I've got ink all over my desk in multiple colors, so I'm going to try yellow. That'll probably look good. Oh, that pops like a son of a bitch. Look at that. Oh, that looks good. It probably would look good on all the cards. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there is one card. Let me show it to you real quick. It's the WWE one. I'll, I'll pull it on the screen. I, I got to take you off of the Zoom so you can see me. It's this one. He said, if you can write to Glenn on the back, if you're able. Sure. It'll be G-L-E-N. That's a good point. Fernando said some alcohol pads will take it right off. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay, that's it. Cards? Yep. Okay. And then... If you could do one last of the uh, NWO ones. Oh, wait, we're out of those. That's right. Wow. Okay. Um, let's see. Anything else that's left over there? Other than, I know there's a three-pack figure set and a box set. David? 
Yep, you can just sign both of those. Those are for me. I'm a big collector. And that one's more rare because they put you with gray hair for some reason. Fuckers. <laughs> Anything else that we over there that you see, or is that was that everything? There is still a, a book that says Jonathan Coster wrote it. You can just sign that. Okay. Other things here. And then, well, this went longer than we thought. A little bit. One more of these, and it looks like a t shirt, but there's no tag or anything on it. T shirt. Yep, those can just be signed as well. Is that one, that one is signed by Brett too, right? I don't know. I think those are Rockies. Yeah, just sign them. I see Lex Luger on it. Yep, that's Rockies. You can just sign them. He's the one that was on earlier with us. final words for your fans nothing other than thank you for turning out it was a great turnout i hope everybody enjoyed it and uh i kind of look forward to doing this again so hopefully we'll see you soon thanks guys we're going to end the broadcast stay with us for a couple extra minutes eric all right